Welcome everybody to episode one of uh, Around the Table with John and Tyler. I am one half of the aforementioned John and Tyler. Tyler. And uh, yeah, we sat down with Larry and Annie Moore, like uh, bodybuilding duo husband and wife, and had a really good conversation with them. We talked about uh, what they eat, um, how it is like dealing with your partner while they're competing or prepping to compete. Uh, Larry's bodybuilding with his bone disorder, which I can't remember what it's called right now, but he says it in the episode. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. Uh, also, he talked about training with or, uh, his coach who trains him, and he says if anybody is interested, he would definitely recommend them doing that and did he i don't think he ever said the name so the name was uh rob james from jack's physiques you can find him on instagram i think it's jacks.physiques but uh yeah all right we'll just get into it right here so we'll just hop into it and we will uh larry how did your interview go or your uh, competition go this competition went wonderful um Went down to Little Rock, Arkansas, and the goal was to, I had to get second place or better to get to nationals to where I can compete for a pro card, and I got second place in two divisions, Classic Physique Masters and Classic Physique Open. So that qualified me for next year to be able to compete for my pro card in two divisions. So it, overall, it, it, I did what I needed to do. I got second place in both divisions, so therefore I get to move on. Was it pretty? Was it pretty uh, busy? There wasn't a lot of people. This right? one wasn't near as many competitors. Uh, they threw us to the end of the show, which made it a lot harder for me. Um, as it far tends as to be a smaller the, show. It uh, yeah. In Arkansas it, tends to be a smaller yeah. show. But uh, what's it, the it was a long like? day. Like where does it pull? There's like it pulled Midwest from in general, or basically everywhere. Texas, a lot of Texas competitors this year. Dang, down there. There, uh, Arkansas is actually a pretty big bodybuilding state, though. There's, there's oh, really? quite a few competitors down there. I'd say once you got out of the shithole parts of it and correct towards the bigger cities and stuff. Correct. But Louis, we had we met people from Louisiana, Texas, mm-hmm. Missouri. Yeah, but so lots more than Missouri, a lot of Arkansas, a lot of them from right there in Little Rock and so forth. Hmm. Anybody close to here? Uh, <laughs> no, not close to here this time. I don't. I don't really know. There's only a couple other bodybuilders that I know from this area. Yeah, the only other people right. I know. That's what we were talking about. We can't really think of anybody who around here who's done it. Nick and Tiffany Hadley, uh, yeah, both. Nick just started competing at his first show earlier this summer. He did pretty well on that. He, he did, did pretty well. Yeah, I don't know where it was or anything, but. And you did last year as well. I did. I did two shows last year. We actually did two shows together last year. Mm-hmm. Within two weeks. Yeah, within two weeks. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? Like, do you have it to like tough. carry over? You peak, yeah. you peak, and come or, back out of it, and peak again. Oh, <laughs> it was. Really yeah, it's like cool. double dipping. It's awful. Because <laughs> right when you think you're done, and then you uh-huh. get shitty parts. Of it again. Now yeah. he got a he got a cheat meal after it. I did. I got a rice cake with some peanut butter and jelly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he got first, pizza. First one was in Little Rock. The second one was St. Louis to Pink Fest. So it was oh. a big show. 
like one of the conventions or whatever. It's, pink, it's pink, muscle kind of pink Muscle Fest. It's kind of a breast cancer oh, awareness okay, show, so cool. it brings people from all over. I mean, it was loaded. Yeah, it's sponsored by First Form. Yeah, it's a big, big show. That's cool. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. Mm, as far as the, the competition prep and stuff like that, obviously it's weeks and weeks, right? I think it was about a 16-week prep this time. 16 weeks. They can vary from 20 to 12 weeks. Some athletes can do it in eight. Oh, God. Yeah. What yeah. does... Talk about a brace in the suck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what all happens during your peak week? Well, peak week's the hell week. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, they bounce you all over the place because they're trying to figure out exactly how your body's going to respond to everything. So for me, peak week started with dropping me to 1,300 calorie diet for two days. Two days. And then they bumped it to 24. You carb loaded. And then 28, and then 3,500. Yeah, and you had McDonald's twice the night before. Basically <laughs> cut me smooth off the day of the show. No water, no food, just existing. Wow. So in the beginning of the week, you're pretty well depleted. Yeah. In then you want to just eat the, more and more to fill up. I you're dialing that. it in. You're filling yeah. your muscle bellies without putting on any excess body fat. And if it's the sodium's balanced right, then you're, it actually fills your muscle instead of putting on water weight. Ooh. How do you guys deal with each other when you're that? <laughs> you know, That's de- a really good question. Depleted, I guess you'd say, because uh, I just diet, and I don't hardcore diet. I eat, I'm right around maintenance, but like I'm eating clean every day, and... I want a fucking cheeseburger, you know, and I'm a dick sometimes. I'm tired, you know, and my girlfriend, sometimes she has a hard time dealing with it. So I zombie out. Right. I, just, I hide in myself. Like I, I really checks out mentally. I just completely check out. You just kind of go in a straight line. Yeah. Um, I disappear for a while. How was it this year for him? Um, It was a little different because it was his first prep by himself and it was... It was actually refreshing to me because I'd done six before him. And to see someone else, my other half, being that, I'm like, oh, yes, I laugh with you, not at you for how you're feeling or what you're thinking right now because I have been there. It's it's really nice to know what it's like to be on the other side and have your other half experience that mm-hmm. because then they can – you want misery loves company. No one wants to feel crappy by themselves, but right. then you feel like you're an asshole – no, I know I'm really grumpy, really grumpy. Um, but you don't want to feel like you're alone. So it's nice when he can tell me that he feels crappy and he knows I'm not going to take it personally because I understand that it's the low body fat talking, mm-hmm. not his normal. That's not who he normally is. That's not his normal personality right. when it gets rough. So how was it for you when she was, how many have you been through with her? We met, we met Three. when I was in the middle of a prep. Three of them. <laughs> so how was and, that? Well, the first one was kind of, to me, she kept, or kept, thinking she was worse than she actually was, but of course that was a uh, new love, so Aww. I think I was just appeased by I was much more pleasant to you the first time. Yeah, I think I was. Because <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want to scare him away. Like, he met me. It's, yeah. it's six weeks out. I and I even told him, I was right. like, dude, I yeah. gave you a free pass for a week. Like, I, I'm moody. I'm all over the place. I am not really fun to be around, but if you want to keep coming around, that's fine. Like, if I got cardio to do, you can come with me, but I can't quit doing what I'm doing. And if you decide after a week that you don't want to put up with my craziness, you got free out, man. I totally. 
I would understand. And he just kept coming around. <laughs> he so, did cardio with me all the time. Since we're there already, how did you guys even meet in the first place? Like just a chance random encounter. At the bar. Like it was at a bar, which is weird. <laughs> oh, huh. the, the cliche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that. Yep. That's yeah. exactly how it happened. Did he, buy, did he offer to buy you a drink? No. Because no? she had all the young guys around her buying her drinks. So I just stood no. back in the corner. No, and he was really quiet, so I gravitated towards the fact that he was quiet. And then you guys just hit it off, and then... The, it was the beard, man. Was it? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. yeah, I was pretty... I was pretty <laughs> trashed. I was actually drinking on prep. I was actually drinking on prep. Yeah, it was a lot longer, and I was drinking on prep, and when you're low body fat, it takes nothing to get smashed. Right. So, like, your tolerance level's awful. And I had girlfriends that took me here to West Plains because I live in Mount Grove, and they mm-hmm. wanted me to meet somebody that I didn't... I've never known before. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Yeah, I was absolutely trashed, and I braided his beard while I talked to him. Oh, wow. How'd that go? I sat and took it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. I did not complain. I smiled. Yeah. So, you guys meet, and then she says that she's in the middle of prep and that you could come to the gym with her. Is that new? You're just now going to the gym, or you've already been going to the no, gym? No, I had not been going to the gym at that point. You've got a long back history in the gym. That's the thing. Right. Years and years ago, I Yeah, you owned your own gym. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd always wanted to do bodybuilding. You yeah. just never did because you didn't think but, you could. Right. And uh, she, said, she said, well, why not? I'm like, well, I don't want to break. She goes, how do you know you're going to break? Let's try it. And, well, and as like, he started training with me, it didn't take long for, because you have muscle memory. So right. if you decide to take off from the gym and you come back after like a year or two, you can. Or 15. Or 15. Yeah. Your body knows what to do. I did the same thing for four or five months mm-hmm. this year. Playing music and everything. Yeah. He was out the whole time because mm-hmm. he plays with That's Jacob a, Hackworth. And right, then. small amount of time, and I wasn't only in the gym for a small amount of time, but sometimes it's taking a break like that it's and coming amazing. back into it, your body can produce twofold. I mean, yeah. honestly, it can really benefit it. And I just kind of started blowing up, just to be honest. It was I crazy. Just, yeah, I was like, if you don't up. compete, you're dumb because your body. There, there are people that are genetically built for it. There are people that are genetically built for it. That he didn't have to eat super clean or do any cardio. And his body just responded perfectly. He was balanced. He was gaining like he should be. His body did everything that you would want your body to do if you were going to compete. I actually struggled keeping my body from getting stronger. Because I was going up every... In, yeah, risking injury. But the thing was, he was There's never right. sore. So you were a freaking You don't have like the doms or anything. Oh man, I'm feeling it from this uh-huh. morning. Yeah. Very yeah. rarely. That was a good yeah. one. Very rarely. I remember the first time I went and worked out biceps. Stuck like this I for a week. I was stuck for <laughs> like days. Yeah. Just couldn't insane. move my arms. It was bad. It's yeah. like people who learn how to squat for the first time, sitting down on the toilet and getting up is yeah. like the worst pain ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's every time I squat. I kind of just lay back and hope yeah. I land. Yeah. I'm blessed with it. It just it's genetically or genetically it fits for me. Now I say that with my right. Okay, discounting my other genetic issues. So you have what is it? Brittle bone. It's 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 a type of brittle bone disease called hypophosphatasia. Basically, I lack making one enzyme um, that everybody else makes, and I don't, and it causes brittle bone. The bones are soft. uh, Right, calcify. The uh, skeleton doesn't form correctly, you know, so I uh, had issues with I had a rib taken out because it was cutting off circulation to my left arm. So they had to remove a rib just to free that up back in 2011. So I've you just 10 surgeries from you it. break easy. Break easy. Mm-hmm. Like glass. 
Yeah. Which is kind of cool because uh, July of 17 is when I got the medicine. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got you start, you got the medicine met, right before we started and dating. I met Annie in August, and we started lifting. I know for a fact September 4th is when we lifted together for the first time. How do you remember that? That's just something I remember. So is it just like... Uh, <laughs> I don't sick. remember that. And I haven't broken broke broke besides my toes. Is it just then. like replacing the enzyme? It is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it supplements it. Yeah. Three and a half million a year. I take nine shots a week. Monday, Ooh. Wednesday, Friday, and the needles are like that. They're Where? really scary. Uh, I have to alternate between stomach, tricep, and... Quads? Quads or, or hips. Top of the hip. And actually, more in competition or prepping, I have to do all hips because it, it's supposed to go into fatty tissue. Mm. And, and so he has nowhere for it to go. It doesn't go directly in. Yeah. Yeah. Try doing good. that when you're low body fat. Yeah. Trying to pinch and find somewhere where there's somewhere some... where there's fat. No, and it's tough because you're really painful. Sore too, because you're trying to find spots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. You're a human yeah. pincushion. So is that a new? It's new medicine. New medicine. New medicine. A couple years old. Yeah. Well, honestly, awesome. they didn't know a whole lot about the disease. In the last ten years, they've learned a ton. I'd say the last four or five have been Elite. biggest growth. Yeah, jump in it. Because until what? When did when did Zane start his medicine? Uh, he started in sixteen. So until then, there wasn't anything and, and to do for people that had it. And that's when actually first came out. My son's actually had the same disease. My oldest son since he was born. Right. Uh, but there was nothing they could do for it. You know, it just they didn't know what it was. And they didn't know start, what was wrong with him. He's on the medicine now. He is. Mm-hmm. He is. He actually started before I did. I never knew I had the disease until we went to an Arizona conference on it for him. And they said, well, what's your history? And I said, I'm the caretaker. I'm, you know, I'm his dad. This mm-hmm. is the patient. And they said, but what's your history? Well, I mean, I've done this, 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 and this, and this. But I can tell you why I did all these. Well, yeah, you, you're going to break from something. But what caused you to break? You didn't ever, you never Good thought, point. like, hey. Well, no, because I, I, I could be the I carrier. Was, right. I was worried about my son. Right, so of course. So I didn't ever question myself. Yeah. And uh, so I came back and had uh genetic testing and had it and I instantly got the medicine well that's good so to be educated on that but wait until you you know 40 years of your life have gone by right it's, it's crazy to live that long and then all of a sudden the light bulb comes on like oh now all this crap makes sense like yeah. now all this that happened to me falls in line it's nice to know why because I'm sure at some point you were probably like what the hell is wrong why do I break so easy like this is just bad luck you would feel awful as a person for your luck. Well, you just you don't understand why you keep yeah breaking. And this is you an know, answer. Yeah. It's not an answer now, that you want. One either, of the coolest but... things, though, is from this disease. You know, you have you have Facebook groups and stuff that's just for right. this disease. And my present coach now actually contacted me after my shows last year. Maybe saw him in group. Said, Do you realize you're the only bodybuilder in the world that has this disease? You're the only competitive bodybuilder in the world that has this disease. Yeah, that we know of. There's none and other. And he said, I used to be, but I haven't been able to live for five years because of it. He said, I, I struggle to walk. and But he can't get the medicine in Canada. So he actually asked to be my coach. He's a professional coach. And so, oh. so he... Yeah, they have a ton of Canadian me. athletes that are and amazing. Yes. I, I want you. Let's let's do this together and That's see cool. what's cool is he knows the disease. He has the disease. We uh, supplement for the disease. You know, he knows what supplements I can take. Vitamins, can't food, take. Vitamins are exercises. Food. So, what? Yeah. 
what vitamins would like help with would you have to take supplement calcium or well see actually they tell you to stay away from higher dosages of calcium there's and, and and i think there at one point he had me on almost what 50 pills a day yeah it's nuts and a lot he's of done number, so much research for himself trying to solve his his disease without the medication like trying to supplement vitamins because he can't get the medication right that he's done everything or he tells larry to take everything that's made him feel better without the enzyme replacement Right, and a lot of the, the number of that is because they don't sell the supplements in the dosages that you need. So you have to take four, five, six of them a day to, to kind of stack up. To stack up. Why wouldn't they just sell it in the dosages you need? If you well, need like 15,000 milligrams so, of vitamin C, it's a lot of pills. We're so, That's right. We're so, <laughs> we're so strange with having this disease. You so he has you take a lot of vitamin C and... Oh, oh um, zinc, B12. And, yeah. B50. I'm trying to think. I've helped sort out your pills. It's insane. I've got, it takes them four have, times a day. I have a counter that's literally full of nothing but pill bottles. Pill bottles. Mm -hmm. huh. All the vitamins and stuff. One multivitamin's not going to cut it for him. Yeah. Drink, because drink, you got to think. Green drink is a big one that he, he's really big on once a day. And then uh, apple cider vinegar. I, I drink three that's mouth, good for mouthfuls of it three times yeah. a day. That's right. really that's good for you guys. What's the green? Greens, daily greens. It's like a powder form. It's yeah, like you a superfood. It's powder. You can get, yeah, you it's go to just Walmart to make sure that you bolt house ones. Mm -hmm. I like those a That's lot. Right. Yeah. yeah, their greens are really good for it. help burn body fat and everything. I don't know why he has you take basically because my diet doesn't consist of any vegetables or very few. Yeah, and so this is helps up this, yeah. this is your daily value of right. vegetables in one drink. He has okay. you off of vegetables, or you just don't it's like not vegetables. Not really part of bodybuilding very much. Oh man, the asparagus, asparagus, sweet potatoes, broccoli, spinach. No broccoli. No, we no don't broccoli. do broccoli, cauliflower. Uh -uh. Why? Um, it, honestly, it causes more gut issues. Broccoli? Oh, I mean, I guess a big fiber bomb or something. Yeah, I mean, and you do need fiber, but there's not a lot of nutritional density in broccoli for it to be warranted. Like, right. We do spinach a lot. There's a ton of vitamin A yeah. and potassium. folic acid. Yes, and potassium. potassium. And then fiber. That actually is not a, a, a super water-heavy vegetable, so it's going to be a better substitute than broccoli would be. Because broccoli right. is just a filler. Really more raw yeah. stuff, you know, because like they don't want all the nutrients taken out. Yeah, we we'll cook the spinach. By cooking it, you know, so we eat it's it. Yeah. raw style. Oof, I'd at least bowl that shit. Mm -hmm. not bad. I, I make mine into a salad too. Well, I, I make mine I, into a salad. I can right. really take, you know, my my bag, my cup or two of it. And, yeah, yeah, he just stuffs his face with it. I make mine flavor. into a salad. Yeah, it, I put so it's just butter lettuce. You get to a point, you don't eat for flavor. It's nothing to do with it. You just, I'm still at that point where it's like. I'd like for it yeah. to taste good. Well, we were doing this no, so sober October to. thing. We were we don't have a problem not drinking. I was gonna say, what's today? The fifth? And well the topper on the cake was my birthday was Wednesday, so we went and had a gnarly cheat meal for my birthday. And then uh, he was like, Would you think we should get like some snacks or something or maybe some beers for when they come by? And I was like, thank God you said it, dude. Let's do it. I don't want to do this anymore. I tap out. <laughs> we were, the Sober October thing we were doing was more of a... Because we don't have a problem not drinking. I could have not had a beer all month, but it, I have a problem cheating on my two diet. Ago. Yeah. But we were going to do like a no, no like cheat meals. fast food type Yeah, That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Deal with stuff, stuff like that. So. I see the problem is, is you, you're telling yourself you can't have something, and that's really where, where it's tough. Mm. Yeah. Be, because then you want nothing more than to oh, do it just I was because having you the told yourself day. you couldn't. I was craving like uh, 
those gummy worms and gummy bears and shit, and I don't crave that. I love them, but I don't crave them. And I couldn't stop just staring at them at Walmart Because you knew you couldn't have them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you know what's awesome. nice? There there are different things that you can do to, to pacify that feeling. Um, you can buy it. There's still gratification in the buying process, but find someone that will take it and hold it for you. She and let me just... <laughs> she, she well, my bad. first show, I really did bad. Like, because I love <clears throat> candy corn, candy which corn. is like an abomination to most people, but I love it. And my first prep started in August, and my show was the beginning of November, and that's candy corn season. So every time oh, I felt no. the urge and I couldn't <laughs> resist it, I would go buy it. I'd let myself buy it. I'm like, I can buy this and I can control myself. And I'd drive it right over to a girlfriend's house and they'd put it in their closet. And they would just keep it for me. And then the day after my show, they called me. They had 28 pounds of candy corn in their closet. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus. And what's funny is so I ate... Next week she had to go buy We tricked you. This isn't a podcast. It's an intervention. Right? <laughs> no. I ate like two bags and got super sick and then gave the rest away. Oh. But it, it satisfied that craving. Like, I, 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 I felt like I was shit still is just candle wax and sugar. <laughs> I know. And honey. But seriously. No, really. But just think about it in other things that you're tempted with. It's, you know, you, you can eat it. You can yeah. have it. You can. But is it going to get you where you want to be? Well, this is... Like, is that going to get you closer to where you, what you want? This was just like, it's not detrimental to my diet. So... You wear everything you eat. Yeah, but I'm not competing. No, you're not. So. And that's the thing is that's where you get to tell yourself yeah. like don't don't look at it and think I can't have that. Yeah. Think I could have that, but is it worth it? Right. Like is it that good? Yeah, hell yeah, it's that good. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> that's the sad part. You ever had I, a gummy worm? I love candy. I do. I'm obsessed yeah. with candy and I I have to ration myself. But in prep, the one thing I have to remind myself is every time that I have competed and I couldn't wait to stuff my face afterwards. Everything that I ate was never as good as what I had remember had. it yeah. to be. Yeah. That's when people say like nothing tastes as good as, as skinny feels. They're liars. They're liars. Right. But it's not it's not as good as you think it is. It's really not. Like to eat all that stuff because the guilt that follows ain't worth it. I agree with that. Ain't worth it. Because so I've tried to hit my cravings after the show and they just it just made me miserable. He beats himself up all week. I'm not as bad. I don't mind eating my snacks. <laughs> you well, right, <laughs> right now you're having a couple extra cheat meals and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good. We'll cover that a little, in a little bit. But let's get back to your bones. Right now, you're taking the medicine and all your vitamins and shit. So when you go into the gym and you put up 300 pounds bench pressing, how does that... How does it feel? I literally no every day. I mean, I hurt it's, every day. That's what most people don't understand is that the the pain hasn't went away. Right. Well, do you feel like you're putting up, you know, over three hundred pounds, and you feel like something's gonna snap? No, uh, you pay very close attention to every movement you do. Right. Well, he's already uh, broken bones by lifting. Yeah, I've broke my neck literally twice from lifting weights, like well, to where I had to have fusions. Doing what? Military pressing both times. Mm. <laughs> don't turn your neck. Yeah, your Don't turn your head. Yeah, you guys yeah. hurt me. It'll keep you head straight. You know, do not I'm turn your head. Pitchy about that, but yeah. that's because I don't want anybody to get hurt. And it's really just me that'll get hurt, probably. But no, I, I, I con- I'm conscious on every lift, how I lift it, what I do. It's a mental game. That's why I've. Oh, you guys have heard me. You know, slow down. Think about mm-hmm. what you're hitting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just the, the force of pushing. It's everything in between you're concentrating on. So and that you, you guys are yeah. to be power lifters per se. You know, just like me. I'm not ever going to be a power lifter. Again. Right. I used to. 
I'm not ever going to do that again. It's all bodybuilding, and I want to. Why push 500 pounds when you look like you can't? Exactly. And yeah. don't that's what I to said today. It. So it's not necessarily about the weight. And half the people, well, more than half of the people at the gym, don't even pay attention to what weight you have. Not yeah. that you're making an obscene amount of noise. <laughs> yeah. You and got then, yeah, everyone pounds. in the gym's going to look yeah. at you because you're acting like a gorilla. But yeah. there's a difference. Like, you don't, no one, right. no one looks at what's on the rack. They don't. Check the ego at the door. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was telling him it's working out today. Weight. I said, I got him, I'm going to drop this like 20 pounds. And yeah. what I say? Yeah, go for it. Go yeah, for we it. don't mind. Do it. Because yeah. if, it's, if you have to sacrifice your form, that's where you've reached that's, your limit. Yeah. yeah. Good old. Because shit form and heavy weight is a real fast way to get hurt, and then you don't get to lift for, you know, months and yeah. years. And yeah. so, so having this, and you have to pay so much attention to uh, make sure you don't move the slightest bit, bit wrong, so you're not in excruciating pain. That must really help with the mind muscle connection. Absolutely, right? I, yeah. I personally think. So you're hitting you're hitting a ten every time because you have to. Right, and and here and here's another thing that I try to concentrate on is I'm not going to waste any motion. Right. It it everything when everything hurts, mm-hmm. why do you want to waste emotion? If you're going to be doing the motion, let's get the most out of the motion we can. Right. You know, I don't want to waste anything. Well, it's about working smarter, Plus, not harder. Plus, I'm 46 years old, so mm-hmm. I don't have time to waste. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm towards the end of my game, so everything counts. No, you know, if I broke right now, well, a lot of athletes retire from competing. I know when men young. go longer, men last longer for sure. Absolutely, yeah. they'll stay in the game longer because they can. Mm-hmm. Women get pushed out. Yeah. All right, so we'll backtrack a little ways more now. So you meet her, she's going to the gym. This is years after, 15 years or so after you already owned your gym and you were out of it, right? Mm-hmm. So out of shape and yeah. just not in the groove. She's competing, so she's in like incredible shape. And well, I guess there was one transition before her. I did the, I got up to about 240 little, little better pounds. I got pretty heavy. Like lots of medicine, bad heavy, yeah, couldn't okay. do anything. like not muscular, right? Uh, you wouldn't even I was recognize him. A big guy, I've seen him. Okay, you mm-hmm. saw it. Okay, and yeah, you wouldn't recognize him. It's think, crazy. Taking lots and lots of medicine, and I really just I was wore out. I felt like I was dying. I truly did. I mean, I couldn't tie my shoes. I couldn't do anything without being out of breath. My work life sucked, and I was like, I've got to do something. And there's this new diet out called Shape Reclaimed through Dr. Abrams here in town. Right, and I'm like. I'm just going to give it all up and do it. And I, I ended up losing 63 pounds in, in less than three months on this diet. So I got down to 167. And when I met Annie, so that was in March of 17. When I met Annie in August, I'd only got up to 176. That's what I weighed when she met me. And she coached me. She trained me for... First six months we were dating. Yeah, four, five, six months, something like that. And I got all the way up to 220-something pounds. Yeah. I was big, like really, really big. And Mm -hmm. she's like, we need to get you a coach because now it's time for the fine stuff, and I'm not sure how to get you there. Yeah, the whole cutting a guy down. I think I could do it now. I think she could do it now. I realized it's not near as difficult as I thought it was going to be. But she'd always done it for herself, so it is different for women and men. Yes, absolutely. So we went and got my first coach, you know, at Mm -hmm. that point, and he kind of finished me off for the next two shows, kind of. For the most part. Yeah. 
they were in a di- they were in a bad checked, space. They kind of checked out, honestly. Yeah, they were in a bad place in their life. So you pretty much got into the bodybuilding and the physique part of it just because you were overweight. Um. No, he was, really. he was 175. He was tiny. I was tiny. Well, I mean, get, going into it, the first transition at 240. Yes, said, well, yeah. to, to lose the weight. And I got off every bit of my medicine, too. Mm-hmm. It's like an anti-inflammatory diet, so it knocked my pain levels down enough. And then also, right after that, I got on that medicine. And then there was Annie, and mm-hmm. I was all about Annie, so. So you just went all in. The combination was really well. So the gym became my life to yeah. spend time with her, and. It's crazy how addicting it can be. Oh no, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to change that. As a matter of fact, you're lost. Uh, like after a competition, you're kind of like it's a, it's a weird depression almost because you don't want to slack off. You want to keep going because that's your life. That's what right. you did. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like it consumes you. People, you know, you'll. I'm at work drinking my protein shake or whatever, and and someone you know wants to make a little comment. I mean, it's but it's like always. Yeah, yeah I never did that. that. You're one of those you know, guys. It's got the shaker cup. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it's addicting. I mean, you just keep. It's always in the back of your mind once you start. And I've we've only been doing this for what? November. I mean, November. Yeah, last year? and then I was March working out since March. I mean, if you think about it, if everybody did that in every form of their life, yeah. If if, if if work grabbed a hold of you like weightlifting does, right? It, yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, now I, I gotta get to work so I can, yeah, you know, do better and, and you know make more money and do that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah. you know, it's the weightlifting kind of, has a deal. It's, it's not, but it's a chemical thing. It's yeah. endorphins. It releases the endorphins yeah. in your body it? and it makes specific, you feel swollen. And, yeah. It's a specific one. I can't remember what it is. I don't know. Not important. <laughs> So, and then you go through and you do your first show, and then you decide you just want to do another one? Well, we already had two planned. Okay. For last year. Yeah, we did the first two back-to-back. Right. Okay, so your first year of shows, I mean. And then you decide, why the hell not? Well, it was like, I did really good. He did did better than he thought he was going to in his first two shows, which I knew was going to happen, Mm -hmm. but he did not have the confidence in himself. And the thing was, is that with the natural potential that I feel like he has, he could be one of those that goes to nationals and gets a pro card. Mm-hmm, like, he right. could be the Cinderella story. And, I, and I'm not saying that there aren't others, but you could be one of those people. You're genetically blessed in that way. You do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a matter of, okay, well, you know what? Let's why, If we said why not to the beginning, why can't we do why not to the whole damn thing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> why not? <laughs> but between those... T- first two shows a couple weeks in between was did was there a difference between your body was there no or was it absolutely like i wait i weighed in at one uh 187 for my first First show and it ended up coming in at 180 for my second show holy crap yeah and then this this year i came in at 183 Mm -hmm. um so you cut seven pounds after your first show to your second show you can in cut two ten, weeks. You can cut 10 pounds in, in five days. Yeah, in a week, right. You can cut so, 10 pounds in five days like that. If we we kind of took over more stuff on that second show. We, yeah. We did as a, a out of our, right. Yeah, as, out of our own experience, my experience with peaking and things like that, we, we did our own thing. Because the first, the first show that we did, our coaches were kind of checked out. So our peak week didn't go like it should have because it was not paid attention to. Right. And after that, I didn't want to let it be put in their hands again. So we kind of 
we did what they asked us to do and then we did our own on top of that and I think we both peaked 10 times better on the second one right I agree with that I and when you do this for so long you start to learn how your body responds to things so you know what works best I know that for me I have to water load right. I don't care what what coach tells me that I can't water load I know for a fact the way my body cuts out um, that I have to water load and deplete the week before his coach didn't have him water load and deplete, and I wanted to more than anything this last show to cut him on water. Uh, I'd assume you just drinking water. You pound the water mm-hmm. like two gallons a day. Like your eyeballs day. float, and, and then, then you, you just go dehydrate for two. And three you cut days. it all out, mm-hmm. and your body literally shrink wraps because at that Sucking point you're so low body fat. Well. You're so low body fat that the the only you'll get real vascular and really cut. But what makes you go from being super cut to peeled like? peeled where you can see all those fuzz reactions and all that is the layer of water that resides between your skin yep and all this does is you take like potassium you'll take water pills and you'll cut it all out and your body will slowly shrink wrap and you can lose like i've lost eight pounds right cutting water that is insane it is and the sad part is is like you're on the verge of dehydration and there's a lot of pro athletes that still do it because it's old school just right. like sodium loading. A lot of the new coaches won't advise that because of the health risks that come with it. Everyone's scared to get sued. Um, but the old school method was either sodium loading or water loading. And um, Well, those, those old, I don't know, I won't say old timers, but like the, the big shots right now, they, uh, they'll do like three days of just dehydrate, dehydrating. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's really crazy. Your body can't go any longer than that without, you're on the brink of dying of dehydration yeah we there's one athlete that died there was a female physique competitor that died this year and then there was one that died last year but because you can go hydration you can go like a month without food i mean but yeah once you water. cut out water you're three your days i think to, is like the max that yeah yeah so that's crazy getting shut down and everything else follows you, you have to know your body right you gotta know what it takes experience do. like yeah and like she said my coach wasn't a part of he, he doesn't like water because it's a scary well, thing. Know. It's it's yeah. a crazy thing to mess with. And if Even you don't have experience with two it. Two gallons a day seems like a, too much. I don't know what the average is. They say eight, eight ounce glasses or some shit for the National I'm just Drug Association. I'm wondering myself because I've been drinking about a gallon and a half a day. It's tough. You're, right there is tough. Yeah. A gallon for me is tough. I'm wondering it's if that's. Sloppy. Yeah. So. I have no problem with it. Being, it's really good for you. Being from Mountain Grove, how do you, how do you get into it? How do you get into bodybuilding or uh, women's physique or bikini? Because um, it doesn't seem like Mountain Grove or even West Plains would even have a... a bodybuilding? Yeah, right. just like a, a clique or anything like that. Okay. Um, I started lifting when I was in high school, and then I got my first job at a gym when I was 18, and I was a trainer. Um, and then I started lifting again about... I took time off. Um, I have a son that's 14. And got back into lifting about 10 years ago again because I really missed doing it. Um, I did boxing for a while with the, the weightlifting. And then after I broke my wrist boxing and couldn't box anymore, the next thing was, okay, well, you know, someone mentioned to me that I should do a bodybuilding show. And it was someone that just worked out at the gym. Um, he's an old school boxer himself. It was Bobby that mentioned it. Um, friend of mine, I've known their family for a long time. And he had shown me several pictures of competitors. And this was back in 2014, 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, Aaron Stern 
um, had won the Olympia, and I started looking at pictures of bodybuilders. Like, I don't even know if this is something I could do. I just love working out and lifting. Right. And when I realized, like, they were, Erin Stern specifically was my idol at the time. She was a figure, figure Olympia. And I kept thinking, well, I can, I surely have to do that because I can do the work. Like, just to know if I was able to do something like that, I decided to do a show. I picked one in Oklahoma, and I didn't have a coach. I Googled everything and Pinterest everything. So you did it all? And I showed up and sat for four hours in the basement of this high school in Tulsa, Oklahoma, alone. And did my first show. And I'm not going to lie, it was the scariest fucking thing I've ever done in my life. I just wanted to go up there and not, not be like, you know how you can tell. And if you watch videos of bodybuilding shows, sometimes, especially on the local level... You'll get where people will do it more for, um, you know, like it's a thing they did for weight loss to prove to themselves they could do it. Right. Not someone who's actually continuing on to become a pro athlete to compete in the Olympia in the future. Um, and it was, I didn't want to be one of those people that didn't look like they belonged on stage. I just wanted to look like everybody else. Mm -hmm. That was my only goal. And I got second in the Open. So for me, I was elated. I was like, oh my God, I actually yeah. look like these people. And I didn't do bad. And I loved it because it was already a part of, I lifted every day anyway. Right. So I thought I'd just keep going with it. She literally did not know how to pose. She watched the girls that were in front of her. The day I went on stage. The, the day she's, I mean, she's in oh line. I just copied everyone else. <laughs> and she's looking at what they're doing. Posing the That's huge really part of that. Part. So you, you had the shakes. Everybody does. No, yeah, I know. Every, so how do you get the in there? The women do too. How do you get in there on stage and like just not do this? After you know, because you have to be confident in front it. of an audience. That kind of stuff's never scared me. I was yeah. a big drama music kid in high school stuff, right. so being on stage has never bothered me. That was the easiest part. I was like, shit, I can look stage in heels. How hard can this be? But yeah, exactly. That's what I'm she saying. Didn't have that, yeah. Exactly. All That's the women a... shake too, though. Yeah. If you look, at, oh. if you watch videos, they all like you look down the line. I know that this is something I've told several females that I know that have mentioned wanting to compete, and they're like, well, I'll be terrified. I'd be up there shaking like a leaf. You look down the line of women when they do comparisons, and we're all shaking. Everybody, yeah. I don't care if they've done it 15 times. There are women that still shake that get on the Olympia stage. I think Sid, who won the Women's Olympia for, for figure this year, still shakes when she gets on stage. Right. And she won the Olympia. She is literally <laughs> the best figure athlete in the world, and she still shakes on yeah. stage. Best of the best. So, getting... Uh, getting ready for that yourself, especially using Pinterest and stuff. Uh, did I mean, surely you doubted yourself, right? And, oh, God, yes. And maybe your body, like, doing shit that it's not supposed to. Cause the you, first prep is always rough because you don't know what your mind... Yeah. Like, people can tell you, like, oh, it's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard. And you're like, okay. And then you come out of it and you're like, oh, my God, it fucking sucks. So, so bad. You went, in there, <laughs> you went in there with, like, no gauge, like, no coach, so... Your coach will try to cut you down to, you know, four or five percent body fat. You women, not just you, women in general, aren't supposed to go below like twelve. Ten, yeah. Ten, well, ten to twelve is when stuff stops yeah. working, and so you all just kind of hope, hoped for the best. I just kept cutting my food out as just as I went. I and found a competition diet to, on Google, yeah. and then if I wasn't losing, I cut a little bit more, and then I cut a little bit more, and I cut a little bit more, and I do a little bit more cardio, and a little bit more cardio, and. Hope we get there. Oh, man. And then I learned how to water load and deplete by myself, which I'm thankful because I really could have... I, I advise people to find someone who's educated in that when it comes to peak weeks, not winging it, because I wrote a very fine line that I could have dehydrated myself and put myself in the hospital because mm -hmm. I was not aware of the risks. So people should right. know about that. 
I do now, so I can kind of gauge, like, if we water-loaded him, I could do it confidently, and I can do it for myself. So is it, is it a is it a specific, like, a person-specific thing, water-loading? Yeah, and sodium-loading. It kind of depends, and, and it's best to, to have an athlete kind of play with it before you have a peak week, so you know what your body does, because some people won't respond well. You know, some people can do a sodium-load-deplete, which is like eating two tablespoons of salt a day. And drinking a bunch of water with it to taking out the water or, or putting in a bunch of water and taking out the salt. It's like flushing your body out. Mm-hmm. Some people, it will flatten their muscles to pancakes. You'll lose your definition the week before. You'll lose your striations. You'll just, it's, you can destroy a physique with it. So do you guys, uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say again. I was listening. I was getting entra- entranced. But uh, do you guys use like diuretics or anything like that? Whenever you get in, dandelion uh, root, yeah. which is a natural herb, is what they put pace. me on this year. Was dandelion root? Yeah, MH, uh, MHP makes a, a product called Expel, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I've always used. Um, you don't necessarily use it in the dosage that they recommend. Um, some people use more, some people use less. Mm-hmm. It kind of depends on on how their water, their body's flushing out the water. Um, the caffeine also works as a diuretic, yep. especially when you're running on fumes. It can help you keep awake and alert <laughs> within the last few days when you're really disoriented and confused. So that's one thing also. The leaner <laughs> you get, the harder it is to sleep. Right. Yes. Your body does all sorts of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about uh, like laxatives? Because I, I had to. I was going to say, I don't know. I'm fiber, not a coach. No, and I'm fiber, not laxatives, magnesium. Magnesium. Because citrate, mm-hmm. uh, like a powder. Yeah, and it'll help you just get more weight because, down yeah. and get more shit out of your body. Yeah. Well, when you're yeah. on a really limited diet and you're not getting a lot of fiber and things like that, mm-hmm. your your digest digestion wants to hang on to your food as long as possible because mm-hmm. it says we're gonna have time to keep this because they're trying to get skinnier and we're starving. I was miserable. Like I mean, physically, it just felt horrible. And he said, "Oh, we need to get you on calm." Actually, this last time, yeah, yeah, we did a lot of Metamucil, the one, the ones before this, yeah, and it didn't jive with your stomach it that well. Work this well. So he had you. I I know from being at the gym with you, he had you down when you started, or at the end of your your prep, really, at thirteen hundred calories, right? Yes, which is like. Nothing. A cup of rice yeah, it's, and it's maybe, not, you know, some much. peanut butter and shit. <laughs> yeah. That sounds horrible. It was tough. Yeah. I, it was tough, but I needed it. I've been begging for it. No, and that's the thing, too. People I don't realize. I needed to get leaner, so. It's right. an extreme level of fit because you could tell him all day long how good he looks. But when people say. It's up like, here. When it's people in, see you in, cutting yeah. for a show, they're like, oh, don't get any skinnier. You already look sick. Okay, it, this sport is what it is because it is extreme. So you have right. to be an extreme level of conditioning. When you're not normal. Room, you want not to look cool as for the street. Sick as you, you can. Yes, you you have to get there, mm-hmm. and people don't understand that because they'll tell you. I get that all the time. Don't diet down and get any smaller. Don't get any skinnier. Listen to me, lady. I gotta lose another ten pounds. Right. You don't understand, and, and you can look great all the time, great, but it is not stage great. That's, That's what makes a difference. Right. It's, it's a different level. It's a, it's a different it takes level a certain amount of crazy to do it. Really it really does. Because it's an extreme dedication. It it encompasses every aspect of your life. Your yeah. schedule at home gets wrapped around it. Our kids are getting acclimated to it. My son's been through all of my preps. 
and he's 14. So it's nothing, like, it's nothing unusual in my house because I have a giant full-length mirror that's in my living room. There's nothing unusual for my kid to be sitting on his laptop and me in my bikini and my heels and him saying, Mommy, are you smiling? Mommy, are you doing this? Mommy, are you doing that? Like, that's weird to walk into someone's living room. Right. Like, but it's, it's normal. It's normal. He knows when I'm prepping, so he knows when my moods are off. And he'll say, you know, I can't wait till you can eat, you know, French fries, or I right. can't wait till you can eat this, or... And I tried this last prep to spend a lot of time with our boys because the cardio, the weight lifting will take up hours yeah. every day. Hours. You know, I'd get short with them. You know what I'm saying? I oh, couldn't tolerate kids. as much as I usually could. Your patience. Yeah. And, uh, so how do you deal how do you deal with that when like Larry he's depleted and he's not eating worth shit and he's tired working all day and then doing his thousand calories worth of cardio and he's kinda of being She's, Lack of better terms, dickish. Because, I mean, she's it happens. Kind of less, though, in, in it's, is weird, it easy for you? Well, in yeah. a weird situation, though. Yeah. We don't live together. Don't live right, together. right, yeah. So we only see each other on the weekends. And the thing is, is that I understand exactly where it's coming from because I know who he is exactly. all the time. Yeah. So, if me, I don't take any of it personally. It's very rare. I don't think we had any fights on your prep. Not, not, not any. So, if no. you're talking on the phone and he just gets a little. Let's deal with it. Beep. Hang up on them. But that's the thing. Is we, we as a couple already don't fight, period, anyway. Yeah. If it's stupid and it's not going to matter in five minutes, we just don't argue about it. That's awesome. So we don't ever, ever fight. Me and Brooke. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It's not worth your time. Yeah. So, I mean. And it goes know. away. I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm a pretty patient person, so, I mean, I don't get upset <laughs> Yeah, pretty patient like person. Brooke, well, she's, she's a little bit different, but. <laughs> she must be patient. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But yeah, we we never fight. Never. See, last year we our first show together that that yeah, I kind of lost bad. it on you. Yeah, I was in front we of that. That's the all. thing, and I was freaked out because it was my first show, and here she's just gone. You know, even on a bad even on a bad prep for him, he's way nicer than I will ever be. I am not a nice well, person. I issue apologies to everyone I know when it starts. I do. Great. Yeah, huh? This year was great though. We didn't really never get not get along because it wasn't on prep. <laughs> I haven't been on prep for a year. When I am on prep and I'm by myself, I am better behaved. When we are on prep together, I'm a raging bitch. And then when you are on prep by yourself, it's fine. Hmm. We do better solo. Yeah. Because one is, is level-headed and the other is not, so we can mother the other one. Yeah, like, he'll mother hand me when true. I'm prepping. I mother hand him when he's prepping. Gotcha. Yeah. And we do, we rearrange our whole schedules to accommodate who, whoever's on prep. Oh, okay. Yeah, that we fit it in. It's part sense. of it. We know next the goal. Year we're being yeah. crazy, and I think we're gonna do it again together, though. I think it'll be okay. I was gonna ask why you didn't do it together. Why didn't you guys do it? She, I'm taking she a break. Needed a year oh. off. I hadn't. I hadn't taken more than several months off at a time. It can be exhausting, right? You said twenty. Some people do twenty weeks of prep. That's almost well, almost half your year. Yeah, my hormones uh, after doing prep after prep after prep, doing six shows in three and a half years. Right. Um, my hormones were so out of whack that my insomnia had gone to a level our last show I was taking power naps Oof. I never could sleep at night so I'd sleep for 45 minutes get back up do an hour cardio go back to bed for 45 minutes and get up for the day Oof. like Jesus. I couldn't I was they, they a also mess had her on and I got a hernia four hours of cardio a day yeah I was doing like four oh hours of cardio God. a day no lifting no Good sleeping God. and lifting dining working, down full-time job teenage boy Husband, right? Yeah, how do you do all that? And then I got a hernia, and that that was like, this is my sign. Take a piss I need to take a break. Good God. And then I had surgery in December, and I couldn't lift anything until February. 
I was curious to throw it throw it way back as far as you owned a gym. Yeah. How how long did that last? How long did you do uh, that? Three years, I believe. I had the gym. And it was here, right? It was in West Plains. Yeah. Yeah. How did that? How was that whole experience having your own gym? That was awesome. Uh, it was a. Uh, I had a other full time job too, though, so I would go oh. show up at four o'clock in the morning. Open the gym. Open the gym to my people. And lift. And lift, and then go to work at seven thirty. Get off work at four thirty, come back in, and then I would close the gym every night. So the other guy, my partner, would cover it during the whole day. Yeah. And uh, that's just how it was. And then Zane was sick, you know, when he was born, and that got really tough because I also slept in a tent in the living room at night for him to be able to breathe. So I wow. slept in there with him, and uh, it just got really tough. Too, too many hours a day, sick child, and all that, and I had to, you know, end up selling out. Too much? Yeah, just too much. I was thought, especially here in town, and, well, this area in general, I mean... You don't find a lot of people that want to work out. Yeah. <laughs> Gym, gyms are hard to... Good gyms. Good quality we, gyms. We, yeah. Quality we, equipment. We have 300 members. Holy crap. No, wow. we're doing amazing. Where at? Right off the square. His gym. gym. We're talking what really? is it now? Is it yeah, a tanning the gym place? Pacific Beach. Yeah. Was... Had, uh, Part mine. Hmm. Yeah, me and Keith. The basement. Were about in that. How it was. The basement. The mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. And why did you give it up? You're doing sick so. child. Too many oh, hours. I yeah. had full time job also. Mm. Uh, actually, had a big, big money person from West Plains here wanted me to quit my job, and they were going to open up a Gold's Gym here in West Plains, but they wanted me and Keith to run it, and I'd have to quit my job to do it. And you love your job. Job. Couldn't do it. Wow. Um, one of the just a random question I had, I think, was on here on the list, as far as like supplements. Now I know like supplements, like you don't need supplements. You could just eat your food, and you know that'd be all good. But hardly anyone probably does that. What what kind of what supplements do you think like? Other than like protein and you take pre workout or honestly for me, uh, at this point, pre workout is just to give me that extra dash of energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, kinda hype you up. And then uh, Do you have like a specific pre workout no, that you take? No, you don't, I don't. Like uh, they'll have pre workouts with the extra citrulline and arginine and uh, the beta alanine and less caffeine. Like right now I'm so very I like the jittery. Ca- See, I, I like the gym. I'm caffeine feeling. sensitive, so mine's like half the normal amount, but I get a really good pump because the extra citrulline and the beta alanine. I'm a weirdo. I mean, because like I said, some people beta alanine will make their face there. tingle. It makes <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, some people have a sensitivity in that one. <laughs> right here, my hands yeah. tingle. I uh-huh. hate it. But once you that's get pumped, it, it, it's, it's, it's just part of like the vascularity. Yeah. That's just part of the pump. It's a fun feeling, but it's not necessarily beneficial. I mean, I usually take twice what they say to take. Right. Yeah, he takes uh, double the recommended amount, serving amounts for pre-workouts. Yeah. Oh, God. Home, which is gnarly, because yeah. yeah. I have one that'll make me vomit if I take a full serving, and he'll take two scoops. Yeah. And it drives me like, nuts. What is this? 5150. It's by 5% awesome. nutrition. Yeah, Rich awesome. Piana. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't really die. Yeah, he like, died oversized. Two years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or whatever. And I you know he used to snort his pre-workout? this year. Inject I saw something about that. He snorted his pre-workout. Now that's mm-hmm. not crazy. That yeah. makes sense. What <laughs> injectable pre-workout? Uh, it's it's uh, from Asylum. No, it was from uh, what's the name of that place. I got that injectable pre-workout. 
what's it called? It's it's instant. I mean, well, literally thirty to forty five seconds, and it kicked in. Is it caffeine? Uh, no, it's a bunch of BCAAs and stuff. Really? Yeah. It's like yeah. taking B twelve and whatnot. It's, it's right. B12 yeah. And all that, but it's it's a it's a little bitty, you know, not very much, and you just it's a sub Q, you know, just under the surface of your skin. Uh, uh, no, it was man. it was awesome. I know I'm terrified uh, of it too. <laughs> but but you know, like I'll get I get acid real bad acid reflux. Right. And, uh, the pre workouts, unfortunately, is one of them that smoked me on that. Mm. Well, this here. I didn't have any of those side effects, and it was instant. You wasn't no 30 minutes before, and then, you know, got to hurry up and get to the gym. No, I could pop it out in the parking lot in 30, 30 45. It's all, you know, over-the-counter yeah. stuff. I mean, a couple weekends ago on my daughter's birthday, I, I wanted to get to the gym real quick, get a, a good workout, and then go out, help set up and everything, get ready for that. So I got my pre-workout ready, and I'm, I'm drinking it on my way to the gym, like a five-minute drive, get there. Then my fiance starts texting me, we really need your help putting stuff together. So I get back in my car and then I'm driving out to Kosh to go help set up and I'm drinking my pre-workout and then all of a sudden oh, no. my face is on fire and, and there's bees everywhere and I'm yeah. like, oh shit, you know. You got nowhere to get yeah, rid of. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I just had to take a couple laps whenever I got out there. <laughs> That's funny. And then... Okay, so what else? And then I always take BCAAs. That's just a given. Uh, it just helps open your receptors to everything. Yeah. You can, you can get everything. Muscle recovery. It took, delays right. the buildup of lactic acid in your muscles. I haven't questioned You take any, uh, especially when you're cutting and everything, you do CLA or... I actually don't. No? L-carnitine. L-carnitine. I do that. For yeah, I like cardio. it. I don't I'm have a problem with it, but it's my coach just doesn't ever do that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do cardio. Right. L-carnitine is. I had the L-leucine to my BCAAs. Mm-hmm. That is something we did last year. I still add it to mine at home. Yeah. I do the L-leucine because it's supposed to be a muscle builder. Um, and then I do creatine, but I do it after my lift with protein. So like I, banana, right. protein, and then the, the creatine, and I chug that right after my workout. Right. Unfortunately, there's so much, it's just such a market, you know, they're... They'll try to sell you They'll everything on the sun. It's you know, so weird they're gonna get because creatine, games. you can buy a big tub of that off, offline, $10. Yeah. And that is one of the only things proven to actually work mm-hmm. and to be effective. It's a magic, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and it's one of the only things that that's actually proven to work. And you and have to take it at the right cheap. time. People yeah. have problems with when they take, what they take. Yeah, you're supposed to take it. it within the first 30 to 60 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. After workout, in your anabolic window or something. Yep, so the protein. Know. Yeah. 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 I'm trying to think of what else. I don't say really that I don't take a lot of uh, that kind of stuff, though. I really don't. You take, uh, in your mornings, when you wake up, take your vitamins, do you take B12? Yes, I think it's one of my vitamins. I think it's B12, I take B fifty. Well, no, mine is B fifty. It used to be B twelve, and then it went to B fifty. B fifty is better for your metabolism. Use it twice a day, anytime during the day. So does, I always take mine in the morning, and then once before I work out. Does B twelve suppress your metabolism? No, but we it just take B fifty. It just doesn't help as much. Huh. I just so curious. I don't improved. know. I never heard of it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. And it's it's just all stuff you can get there at Walmart or Walgreens. Uh, I had a few things I had to order online. Yeah, the L-leucine by the powder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, L-leucine was one of them. I ordered that online. And that stuff lasts you forever. Mm-hmm. Because you take a pinch of it. Just a pinch of it in this big old bag like this. I mean, literally last you a year better. 
You ever do any of those mass gainer shakes or anything? You know, like the years ago I did. Um, everything now is more. He barely ever takes protein. Lean. I'm I'm not a big. I'm, I'm he doesn't eat it. I don't want to chew it. I, I don't drink it. Found <laughs> out that I drink my protein. What you need is the best way. I'll drink it twice a day. Yeah, it's Definitely. the best way to do it. I don't know. I I had, I struggle. I'm at sitting right around 1,600 calories. That's right around where my BMR sits. So I'm eating enough to keep me going, you know. And I find that hard to eat sometimes when you're not eating a. It's not about burger. eating whether you're hungry. That's yeah, the problem. That's yeah. You're not you're not living to eat. You're eating to live. I've, so there's a purpose behind what you're stuffing your face mm-hmm. with. He's good at doing that. I can't. Like I'll gag yeah. if I don't want to eat a it's meal. Just part and I'll of the chase process, it with water. Man. It's 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 literally just like lifting weights. If mm-hmm. you know what exercises you need to do on what day, well, I know what food I have to eat at what time. Right. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So it's just part of my regimen. That's how it's to work because when you're, you know, abnormal, you can do that and you're not tempted to eat a bag of gummy bears. Yeah. So let's say you're <laughs> six weeks out. He'd if they told what me What does a week of eating or a day of eating look like for you? Just six weeks out, I'm st- I think at that point they still have me on seven meals a day. Um, you know, mainly chicken and rice. Um. Asparagus, sweet potatoes. Asparagus, sweet potatoes. You do. Uh, I think they had the beef cut out right at the six week mark. They pretty well cut the beef off. Somewhere in there. I just add some beef into my diet say, lately. When I say beef, it's lean. You know, you want to yeah. get to the ninety percent or the what is it? Eight. Ninety three. Ninety three percent. I've been so beef. chicken and rice lately. I've added some. It. Good. Now, now I've learned little tricks too Basically. that my coach is cool with, but like hot sauce, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, mustard, any kind of mustard, must, mm-hmm. any mustard, actually, those flavored mustards that you well can get, for you, right? yeah, absolutely, yeah. No calories. Can't believe it's not butter. Yes, yes. that was a big improvement. <laughs> he told me that. And there for oh, yeah. a while, I was putting uh, it, was it Italian dressing or some kind of a. Yeah, like a vinaigrette. Like yeah. a vinaigrette dressing. It was like only like 100 yeah. calories for two tablespoons. And it was amazing. But um, he did they make, cut that out at one point. They make mm-hmm. a popcorn seasonings that are pretty much no calories for a capful, and it's actually really low sodium. Um, mm. It's like kernel somethings. They make white cheddar. They make yeah. A, I, I sprinkle mm. that crap. They have ranch. They have butter. Sugar-free ketchup, which is absolutely, I think, better than regular ketchup yeah. and sugar-free barbecue and sugar-free sauce sugar-free barbecue yes. sauce that I think is better than regular barbecue sauce I've got some I really do it's good they're, uh, I've been looking awesome. get Walmart. some of that yeah. mm-hmm. now when you go to like uh, um, what is it something farms Walden Farms and you get to their no calorie stuff you have to be kind of choosy with their products like their Thousand Island dressing is like a hint of Thousand Island in like a syrup mixture it's but not pancake syrup that's good no sugar phenomenal their chocolate sauce don't touch it because it don't taste like chocolate. <laughs> it's a lie. I heard a lot it's of that. It's a lie. Not sugar They're marshmallow. Like, they marshmallow fluff too. It's a lie. Calorie free. You gotta watch that stuff. Yeah, yeah that low calorie stuff. Yeah. They, it may be low calorie, but they'll have it loaded with something. Yeah. That's the thing is, you find a lot of fat free stuff, and they've ventured away from that thanks to keto becoming popular. But back. In, right. in the early 90s, mm-hmm. especially when like fat-free was like the fat thing. Fat was the They were enemy. removing fat and loading it with sugar and carbs because something has to put that flavor back in it. Right. So you were actually eating more carbs in the fat-free yeah. than you were in the fat. Well, I'll look at something and I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, uh, you know, have to get fat. I like I like an energy drink every once in a while, so I'll get the White Monster energy drinks. And low I'll sodium. Ze- well, those ones are zero calories, but... But they're low sodium. A ton of... 
other just junk and shit in it. Yeah. Those they, screw with they, me they bad. They pulled me off all those this year, and that was tough. Artificial I'm sweeteners. An energy drink junkie. Well, <laughs> artificial sweeteners, even if they're sugar free and calorie free, can still mess with your yeah, glucose. Right. And it can spike your glucose like you ate, yeah. and it will totally defeat the purpose. Your body will retain yep. water and fat just like you would drink a regular Coke. Yeah. Some I'm people are sensitive. The flavored water, the carbonated flavored water, mm-hmm. love it. I, and a lot of people hate that taste, but I love it. And I was drinking seven, eight of those a day to help get my water in. gallon in, my water in. Like the LaCroix or whatever? No, no, no not those. Those are the devil. Those are delicious. Uh, Walmart. I don't like them. They're awful. They smell like a lie. It's like the white claw crap. I can't do that either. 43 cents a piece. Oh, yeah, like the American... Oh, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. What? Man, the, the flavored water that was Yeah, it's so like the cheap. Sam's Choice yeah. 98 cents mm-hmm. bottle. Wonderful. Please upgrade from LaCroix. But those are so that. good. They have nothing. No, it's they're terrible. Bubbly water. It's yeah. Awesome. It's, just, it's like a spritzer. Give me I the know. vodka. Throw out the mistaken <laughs> flavor that they sell you in the box. They have what flavor like? in them. No, they don't. There's not a whole it's lot. Like, what, I, what I hear on, the, on that. They on smell like mind. a lie. You it pop is, them open and they smell great. You taste them and they taste like nothing. It's water dreaming of fruit. Yeah, <laughs> water that had a dream about <laughs> strawberries. Yeah. Ass in a glass. Yeah. That's what I called the we, white, before, white, before White Claw was popular yeah. this year, there were several we tried last year that were like the no calorie water yeah. spritzers that were fruit. And I was like, this is bullshit. I'd rather be fat. Okay? <laughs> Not gonna lie. And then the White Claw became popular. And we don't drink that. We won't touch it. Nope. So, so you wake up and you have eggs. Yeah, what's your breakfast look like? Because I'm really bad with breakfast. My he breakfast can't right eat now breakfast. is the best. I can't it's, eat uh, it's, breakfast. It's 50 grams of oats. I remember my coach is Canadian, so everything's grams. 50 grams of oats. I get 15 grams of peanut butter, and I get to put a, one scoop of protein. That's the only protein I take right now is one scoop of chocolate protein in my oats. Mixed together? I do the oats protein. Put a little bit of water in it, two minutes, microwave, pop it out, mix the peanut butter in, and I get to cut up a banana and put it in there. And you want to talk about a phenomenal breakfast. Okay. Now, because before his taste. show, he was doing raw chicken mixed with oats. And now, now that's the thing is when you get oh. closer to the show, literally I had to have chicken, uh. chicken breast and oats. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. So. You were definitely not eating for joy there. <laughs> no, absolutely not. It is not about pleasure. <laughs> and what are you? how many meals are you doing a day? Five, right, now, right now I'm on six I th- or six or seven he's got me on right now. One of them's like two cups of fruit, you know. So right. I mean, it's like a So you you eat your breakfast dessert. and then what time? I usually mine every two to three hours I'm eating again. So then you what's your what just run us through like your meals for a day just right now fun. it's the, the oats, you know, right, breakfast. Yeah. And then uh, I get chicken and rice and then I get beef and sweet potatoes and then I get the fruit. Two cups of fruit, mixed fruit, and of course they don't want the syrups and all that, you know. So I literally buy fresh fruit and mix them together. Right. And uh, then I have, which is a huge meal, a taco salad type meal. So it's got beef, rice, avocado, salsa, shredded lettuce, salsa, shredded lettuce, and I think that's it. Is that your pre-workout meal? No, it's after workout. Post-workout. So. Yeah, the fruit would basically be my mm-hmm. pre-workout meal. Well, that and, carbs. Uh, and then eggs and uh, spinach at night. Nice. You know. Yeah, I go through a ton of eggs. Absolutely. Because mm. I get I get a little burnt on chicken because especially if I don't chop it up to where it's just dust. 
I just have to choke it. When down. I eat eggs, I don't know what it is, but almost every time when I eat eggs, it because I usually just scramble them, and I feel almost sick afterwards. You ever try drinking them raw? No, are you doing no. egg whites or are you doing full eggs? Full eggs. See, that's could How be many? part of your issue. Usually, when I eat when I eat eggs for a meal, it's usually three. Okay, that's not a whole lot. But I mean, that's a, you know I don't know I don't do yolks so we do like now. eight to twelve eggs in one meal last year oh, like eight three whites. eggs no, yeah last year, three eggs is very little yeah I need to eat more that's well known for what I'm doing oh yeah try drinking it fill a blender drink eggs raw six eggs or under you I won't can drink them and it's not a big deal you won't know that they're rides you blend them you won't know they're rides. Seriously, especially okay. if you mix like a scoop of protein powder with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of honey, some oats. The oats will will shred up too. You could do oats with the egg whites and a scoop of protein powder and a little Just bit of honey. Down it. Shred it. Yeah, you would never know you were drinking raw eggs. I swear to God. But if you blend them, it makes them frothy like a milkshake. So it's kind of tough to choke down for me. What? Over six eggs. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I, I stop at six. Just okay. if I'm gonna drink them. That's when I feel a little sick afterwards. I was like, what the? And that's what. That, what are you mixing with your eggs? That sucks because eggs, you know, cheap, good cheap. protein, you know, stuff like that. I usually, usually it's just eggs, just eggs. Try cutting two of the yolks food. out. At least. Yeah, cut the yolks out. Sometimes I have avocado. With That's them. the best part of the egg, and it sucks. Yeah, but cut the spinach yolk is really out. good with your eggs. <laughs> All the spinach, flavor. Yeah, yep. I have some spinach. I'm spinach leaves are really good with your eggs. Yeah, yeah you I can, enjoy and that. you can blend spinach with Absolutely. the eggs yeah. and the protein and the honey, and not know that there's spinach in there either. I've got to the it, point where I'll take a sweet potato and just nuke it in the microwave and mash it up, and then yeah. empty two, three sure. eggs, egg whites into it, and then pop it back in for a minute, and that's a good meal too. Absolutely. I've been starting yeah. to put an egg into my rice right out of the cooker. That's just good. That's good. Great. What about you? When you are in a prep situation, is it about the same? Just she blends a lot of. I know it's a lot of chicken and like rice. So tired of chewing. I like chewing. I don't, I like stuff that tastes you good. You blend your it whole hurts your teeth. Oh, yeah. I have done baby food in shaker cups before, like level, like stage two, the pureed baby food. Right. I have gone like because when you want to do stuff. Um, I know when I first started competing, like if my friends would go to the river for the day and they're like, hey, come to some barbecue. I'm like, well, I got a meal prep right. and I don't have to worry about heating up food right. or finding a container. So I would buy jars of the level two baby food from uh, Gerber, the meat in a jar, mm-hmm. several cans of that and several of the, the uh, green beans. And I put in like four ounces of water in a shaker cup and I dump my little jars in there, shake it, plug my nose and chug it. Dear Meal God, done. that's next level. That's oh. dedication. <laughs> when you know you gotta eat and you can't yeah. have the barbecue. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, how does that affect both of you guys? Going, you you get invited to a barbecue and then you gotta go. bring your little. We go. You just bring your containers. We go. People who know us yeah. know that we're gonna bring our crap. Right. Like our friends have learned at Do this you, point that they're not gonna make fun right. of us enough that we won't. Do you think with you guys? Because you'll beat them up. If you <laughs> right. Them. right. We'll yeah. We're bigger than everyone, so. <laughs> Do you think that with you guys both being like heavily involved with this stuff, do you think it's easier or do you think it's harder? Because like me and my wife, like I'm really into this right now. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm really into it, but she's really not. Do you think you got it's easier for you guys, or do you think it's harder? I think it helps if you have a supportive spouse in whatever you do. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. In any area of life, and what she's involved in, her supporting you whenever you're involved. We just have to be involved in the same thing. I, I mean, yeah, do I think that's a blessing? Yeah, because she understands the commitment. Yeah. Because, and, and she even gets frustrated with it sometimes. She, she can't wait for the day that we're not involved, or, or revolving around a gym. 
Right. Yeah, there are days where I wish that we could cut ourselves off and we just can't. We went to (laughs) Ireland and we were hunting for gems. That was hard to find. Holy cow. (laughs) I'm not kidding. We found two? Two. Two. Really? We got two lifts in. We went to Tennessee for her brother's wedding a couple weeks ago. I'm like, I gotta find a gem. So I looked, and the, luckily the place the place we're staying, there was a facility there that had a decent gym, so I was able to do that. But. We, we found two the whole time we were there. And one of them, the guy was about to compete, which was really cool. And it was his gym, and he was the only person who showed up there. It was one of those stinky, nasty... We're just, what did you guys do in Ireland? Like, yeah, how'd that go? What did you guys do in Ireland? We were there for honeymoon? four days. Yeah, honeymoon. Honeymoon. in May. Yeah, it was uh, awesome. It was we drove awesome. all over the country. you get really drunk? We took a lot of Guinness. We took a lot of Guinness. Bro. Guinness, yeah, I was gonna say. Really, really drunk. Took a lot of Guinness. Every <laughs> bar had it on tap. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We walked a lot. Room temperature? No. Forty-five degrees. Forty-five degrees. Forced. Yeah. No. It okay. Was, it was all. It's it's if you've ever drank it out of a can here, it's nothing like it is in Ireland. It's yeah. ten times better. Way better. Stronger. Uh, it's Alan? just the, the temperature and the good froth and the nitrogen's balanced and year. it's just what, the way it should be. Right. This it is a disappointing gorgeous. impression. <laughs> <laughs> we average walking ten miles a day. The most the most we did one day was sixteen. My fault. And the other one was uh, the lowest was six miles in one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we walked the, everywhere. Thing, but what we did is we were novelties in Ireland because nobody, everybody bikes and runs and. Right. That kind of yeah. athletics. They would stop in the streets, swear Just to you. Stare at you? Nice clones. <laughs> you know? Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was crazy. Everybody went to arm wrestle me. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everywhere we went. Everybody went arm wrestle Did you arm wrestle any of them? I don't arm wrestle. <laughs> I don't well, I guess that's, the, yeah, that's that It's idea not a big me. thing oh, there. That is a bad idea. Yeah, but yeah. it was cool, and that's they basically would adopt us. I mean, literally, we had one guy say, hey, this is my adopted kids right here, you know. Yeah, that was the one. What was his name? I can't even think of it now. Oh, that was, that was two, three days in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, was, it was really neat. But they would tell us the the real cool places are not. You guys uh, need beer? Good. People, people don't know about them. Like tourists. So they well, would we went tell a lot to a lot of the touristy them. things after they were closed because we found out that most of them were national parks and they can't charge you for parking after mm-hmm. they're closed because nobody's there, but they can't tell you not to go because it's a national park. Uh, and the, yeah. the thing is, is it's so high on the equator there. It's like Alaska, okay? So you think about it. Alaska has extended periods of dark in the winter. Yeah. And then the summer mm-hmm. has extended periods of light. So while we were in Ireland, in May, the sun stays out to almost 11 at night. Holy crap. So no, shit closes at five. five. So we're still running six. around like eight and nine after all the, the restaurants are closed. Look at it stuff. I'm like, hell, it's still light. We're going to keep driving. Yeah. That threw your guys' sleep schedule off and everything. It, really it actually wasn't, fixed mine. It wasn't as bad yeah. as what we thought it was going to be. It fixed mine because it's six hours ahead. Yeah. And she, I had had insomnia for so bad. Right. She did drive. Fixed your circadian rhythm a little bit. Yeah, so when I came back, I was able to fall asleep at nine o'clock again for the first time in like four years. It was great. Wow. It was awesome. So... Uh, on that, people saying, hey, let's arm wrestle and stuff. When you are, like, you know, cut and you put on a lot of muscle competing, how does that go for you? Do you have people just, like, kind of... It's the funnest thing in the world. We go to Walmart and people stop and talk to us. Right. We never met in our lives. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's different. It, it was different before when I would compete and cut down because the... And not, no offense to you, but people don't hit on me, so... But when I would go out to bars, (laughs) if I would go out with anybody, the one pickup line that I always got from people was, so how much you bench? 
Oh my god. Girl. And I'm like, oh my god, get away from me. Uh, the last time I went out, well, no, I went out for Felicia's bachelorette party. Um, no, it was Shana's bachelorette party. So it was before we had met, but not long before we met. Um, but it was, I had told my girlfriend at her bachelorette party that if someone else asked me how much I could bench, I was going to punch someone. Because I had been asked so many times. Like, that was the oldest thing in the book. And I would avoid eye contact because as soon as I'd look over at someone, they'd be like, Sue, I want you bitch. Get away from me. Yeah, who gives a shit? What about, what about women? Do you ever have anything weird with other women? Just like... Well, because... Uh, who was it? Someone said something like, at the gym, you eventually reach a point where it's like you're trying to impress dudes more. Right, than yeah. Like, have you guys. not heard that? Like, at this women, point, oh, I'm get, more impressed by Larry. At, I get looked at more yeah. by men than I do women. Exactly. That's a fact. They all make fun of me. Because you want to be like, hey, bro, check this tricep, you know? Or look at, look at my calves. Yeah. They're squares. Or I will you know? say that, no, that I, have seen, I have seen men hit on him, too. But it's funny. It's not funny it's really at all. Funny. It's funny. <laughs> women don't hit on me, but they hit, guys hit on you, and it's funny. There, there are definitely more guys that stare at me than women. Right. Women don't really... Exactly. My girlfriend, our fiancé, I have to say fiancé, we're on a contract or something, she'll yell at me. Uh, well, you gave her a ring, so it's yeah. probably a good idea. She, she, I'll show her, I'll be like, oh, look, this is, well, Dave Palumbo, he's maybe not the best to be showing her, but his quads are like that big right. around, awesome. and she just wants to throw up, and I'm just like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, some and girls don't like that shit. To each their own. That's the, yeah. Because he, he wouldn't mind if I kept getting more muscular. And mm-hmm. I don't want to get any bigger. I don't. And I want to be huge. He wants to be massive. Right. I don't care whatever he wants to do. To each their own, but yeah, it's different means, for everyone. So yeah. what, what I was getting at, though, is do you have, like, when you're jacked or... I get a lot of women that make comments that they say they don't ever want to be as big as exactly. me. Exactly. That's what That's I'm getting That's kind of sad. You, you get There's kind actually of, a whole meme thing on, on the internet making fun of women that bodybuild. Yeah. It's yeah, I actually follow an Instagram page and it's called, uh, uh, I think it's called like the shit men say to women who lift. Right. Well, and everyone... And they make cute little quotes out of like cute little pictures of birds and dogs with shit that men say to women like, you shouldn't do that, you look better before you lifted. Right. Stuff like that that's insulting. Well, I, every, I think everyone has this thing where they're just like, well, maybe not everyone, but with the exception of the rare few, but... Where you see somebody of the opposite sex, you get a little intimidated if they're bigger than you, you mm-hmm. know? Just more muscular. Like me, if I'm watching like uh, Generation Iron or, you know, those kind of documentaries or something on YouTube and I'll be laying in bed, boxers only or whatever, and I'm watching that and then the girls come out on stage and they're just, you know, traps and shit and I'll go and find some find a shirt and put on <laughs> to go to sleep, you know? Yeah. So we I actually think, kind of talking about this today. Nobody talks to Annie at the gym. Yeah, I have you had know, many, friends, many years. Everybody avoids Annie at the gym, and I was like, well, maybe it's just respect for me, or maybe they're just kidding. I think, I think it's that one, hundred <laughs> percent. See, that's funny. I've had, I've, I've been at my, I've been at my gym in Mountain Grove for ten years, and I have people that after I get to know them, like several months in, one family that I'm really close to that I met seven, eight years ago, for the first year that their whole family came to the gym, none of them would make eye contact with me. And after I got to know them, they were like, oh, we're not going to lie. You have like a serious resting bitch face. So we never we never said anything. You look very intimidating. I'm not going to say 
RBF, but you look very intimidating. I get that from a lot of people. I, and I told him, I was like, I'm even trying to be friendlier to people because I didn't realize how not friendly I was until I met him. And then I'm like, God, I'm such an asshole. I need to be nicer to people. So I try to smile and like make eye contact. I'm like, hey, if you want to wave, it's cool. Well, this morning well. even, and I was doing the... the yeah. That, and you're like, keep your elbows by your head, and I just want to be like, yes, ma'am, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> I was just trying to help. And that's the thing is, if I say stuff to people, like if I see someone and they're doing something and, and they're not getting, it's never to, to chastise someone. Right. It is, it's you're doing the lift, Let's let me help you get the yeah. best mm-hmm. out of it. Like, it, I would want to know if mm-hmm. I was fucking something up royally. I would yeah. want to know. I'd be like, oh my God, I can't believe I've been doing that wrong for years. Right. No, I I definitely appreciate all of it. So, it's, sure. I, But I try to shut my mouth because people do what they want to do. And I've tried for 10 years of advising people and people will be like, you don't know what you're doing. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. For the first two months, I thought we were going to run him back to the firm because we were just like, hey man, what are you what Oh, are you yeah. 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 How do, you, how do you do this? Yeah, but I'm the world's people. worst at wanting to help people. Yeah, and, and people I really love to. I mean, that's why I left the firm because I couldn't get workouts in from helping everybody. That's, well, you have a thing with being super friendly to people. I am. And that's okay. That way. That's okay. That's wonderful because you definitely the end of my end. I'm trying. <laughs> but I, I gain more. I gain more by watching other people gain. Little people, come on, man. No, no, no. I thought you said little people. He gets more joy out of seeing other people do well. Let's all collectively vomit because that's the nice thing to say. Better place in the gym. Mm -hmm. No, it's yeah. That's freaking phenomenal, right? I mean, I eat that up. Well, man, just even little shit like uh, those tricep pull downs. He should be. Yeah, with the W that W bar. I I was gonna say both of you guys should definitely be a coach. But even the little shit, like you said, add pull-ups before our, uh, before our, back day. our, on our back day. And like, I don't have huge lads. I don't, they're just not coming in. But like, I started but they are seeing, yeah, I, after it's the first week, enough, but the, by the, I did that the next back day, I was like, oh shit, yeah, I definitely have lat. like, there's, you activated them. Yeah. You made a connection mm-hmm. to them. So that way when you were ready to work. You knew where to put your mind. Yeah, at. exactly. Some people so, don't know how to make that mind and muscle yeah. connection. And so all of the little shit like that helped me just like feel a little better about myself, you know. So all that little shit is and when you start extremely seeing crazy. that little shit, it's yeah, everything gets it's fun. Awesome. It gets really fun. I know when we do our preps um, within the last few weeks, the transformations that your body can make are really cool because you can wake up every day looking different. Mm-hmm. I, I like wake her up to show her veins. Really? Dude, look. I've done, I've done the same thing, done though. The same thing it's, me, it's, yeah. it's just your body. It's cool. To, and I know it's super hip to do competitions now. That's the really crummy part for me is it's, um, what do you want to call that? It's uh, Instagram worthy. You're a bodybuilding hipster. It's about what it's turned into. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, I think figure started, figure started in 2002. Um, bikini started in 2010 and it's just now in the last five or six years become, you know, hip right. to compete just to say that you've done it. And it's the sad thing is, is it makes me angry because I'll get people that come to me, women, especially girls that want to compete because they follow people on Instagram. And then it's, it's frustrating to me because they're not about li- that life until they talk about wanting to compete. Right. You have to be about that life and be successful to be successful at it. Because 90-some percent of the people that compete the first time never get back on stage again. 
Ninety percent of the people that do those shows don't do it again. So what at this point is stopping both of you guys? Because you guys know your shit, obviously. What's stopping you guys from coaching? We're not certified. What's stopping you from getting there? Uh, Truthfully, we're worried about ourselves right now. We're still competing. Right. Mm -hmm. So it sounds bad, but you don't have time. What time it really takes? Right. I've trained people before, and he—I know he's trained people before. We owned his own gym. I've trained people since I started competing four years ago, and my problem is, is that I would spend the time with someone to get to know them, what they wanted, what their goals were, and spend hours designing something to accommodate their life for six to eight weeks. Food-wise, workout-wise, everything. And women were especially bad about doing it for a week and then saying, I hurt too much, I'm done. They quit because mm-hmm. it's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's hard. Yep, it's really hard. Yeah. It's, it's not easy. And for me, I got so fed up with people coming to me saying they wanted to be fit but not being dedicated enough that when I get people, they're like, oh, you work me out? Nope. And the problem is... You, you, <laughs> nope, I won't. <laughs> you, can, you can hold people's hand in the gym, help them out, but when they go home... You can't yeah, help pass out. Right. So there are people I've offered to train for free that I know dedicated, are dedicated, but you can't you can't make them successful if, if they can't put in the handle work. their own so their own life. Five. How old are you? Are you the same age? No, I'm. I'll be thirty four in December. So five. Twelve years. Yeah. Ten years for you down the road, and like thirty for you down the road. Just kidding. Age gap joke. Was, wasn't a hit. I'm all over. Uh, down the road to what? From now. Okay. Would you start think about coaching and we've stuff? Talk, we've talked about it. We've talked about building a gym right there at our mm-hmm. future house, like yeah. a, a full blown gym, a, a uh-huh. nice deal. Yeah, to where someone can come and we can actually. Because you guys both seem like you. Oh, I mean, obviously, you know what you're talking about. So she's the food lady. I tell you, she's awesome at it. She's really good at macros and doing all that. And I, I think like I'm, to really, I'm really yeah. good in the gym <laughs> part. You know? Right. That's perfect um, combo. And yeah, yeah, I mean, truthfully, I can see us doing something like that in the future. We call it about it more gains. More gains. I've actually considered making them a face uh, or an Instagram page that more that fitness. was that and on our stuff that we do because yeah. I make suits too, so I make the competition suits. I think you should definitely do that. Tyler yeah. says I'm not near active enough on Instagram. Absolutely not. We're terribly inactive. I've been trying. Like <laughs> I, I'm take. I took a couple videos for him yesterday. That, oh. I can drink another one. I think that's the last one. They got four more. Oh, do you really? He bought two four packs. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Thank you. I appreciate that. I like you then. He would like another beer too. <laughs> no, I think in the future that's something that we've entertained doing. It's just a matter of we're going to be. There's no money in it. You well, know it's not a money. You have to have a ton of clients to make a little money. And the thing is, we'd rather do start. it for satisfaction and right. to really get involved with people that want to do it. That's the thing is, I would be more choosy than he would on who I would select as an athlete and accept. Right. Because I am not about to spend this amount of my time to get invested in you for you to crap out on me mm-hmm. not doing it. And and he's a much nicer coach than I would be because I would not be nice. And sometimes it's you the need yin to and not yang, hear like the nice. you said. Yeah, sometimes you need to not hear the nice. That would be perfect. Yeah, because sometimes the nice doesn't get you where you need to go. So when you were training people, you're training uh, women. You train any women? A few. I had. Yeah. Had where did you ever get the ones who were just like, oh, I I'm getting muscle. I don't want to look bulky or. I would have, I've helped so many women in the gym where I've seen do stuff and I, I go over and help them if they're doing it in the wrong form that I feel like they could get injured. 
and then say, oh, well, you know, this is too heavy. I don't want to. I don't want to put on any muscle. Right. I just want to tone. Yeah. To be oh. honest, she's really good with men. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to tone. There's just certain. She's there's certain there. things, things though, like like when it comes to measuring or something like that. She always wants me to be there because she doesn't ever want anybody to think anything weird. Right. Yeah. yeah. I train. I train two that. different guys here in town, and he's always present. Well, no, it's just we're married and people talk. And right. for me to be respectful to him, I want him present if I'm doing anything where it involves like, so when I'm training, they have to take off their shirt because I got to measure their chest, their biceps, right. stuff like that, pinch body fat, whatever. It for me, I'm I'm more comfortable with him being present just because I feel like that's better etiquette as a couple. Right. Yeah. Um, but I've I only trained two people yeah. here in town so far, yeah. but and I'm, I'm selective on who I really try to help too. Though I'm not, I don't. If you notice, I don't help everybody mm-hmm. in that gym. You're getting yeah. better at it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, He's you know, I, see everybody. The, right. I see the guys who are really trying to put the effort in and mm-hmm. really trying to learn. If you really want to learn, I'll teach you something. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't have the time to grab a hold of you right. and walk you through yeah. everything. Right. Well, and the nice thing is with you, with your, with guys, is that for the majority, the guys really actually want to put something on. Like, they actually want to do something. Like, if you guys come to him with a question, it's because you honestly want to know how to do it better. And when women come to me, they, I don't think they really want to know how to do it better. I really don't think they do. <laughs> well, it helps with us because we all have like predetermined goals. Yeah. And it's all body type mm-hmm. goals. He is a naturally skinny guy. He wants to gain. I can, I can put on weight easy and hold it easy. So I want to lose. And Alan is the same way as me. But so why do you want to lose? Wanting to get, get married, but you're still kind of wanting to get May. big. Okay. Yeah. You see any for wedding? No, 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 no. I just want to. I want to look good for my wedding. So, right. do you want to lose? Or you want to look good. Both. I want to cut my body fat down and, and gain, gain muscle. muscle. Yeah. And Hold on. But I don't want. I don't. I don't need to be like ten percent body fat. I. I think sitting around like sixteen, fifteen. If is you my put, goal. but the thing is, is if you put on more muscle and eat you like learn, your, or you lose body fat. Yeah. Because yeah. your metabolism. It's, it's, it's yeah. a slow process. Yeah. I mean, you guys oh, yeah. seen me. This 16-week process I just went through in an actual competition. Was mm-hmm. it not slow as all get out oh, watching oh, the transformation? Right. And all of a sudden... And then the yeah, last like, abs. Yeah. What yeah. did that happen? Peak week is just... Yeah, whatever it was. Dials it Whatever in. week yeah. it was you, you were in. I, I, I don't know why I remember this, but you said not the chest press. And I look at you and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. what happened within the day or two that I last saw you, but yeah. like... Your body letting go. Holy shit. Yeah. Sometimes it can and be it a slow, slow process. This time. And not every press the same. He could do identical, everything identical again, and it not even yeah, turn My coach was livid this year. He was, you, if I showed you the text message, he was That's so sorry he expected I failed more. you. I, oh. No, he's, he was he, well, No, he's got really high expectations. He does. He's very particular. But the thing is, is that no prep, no two preps are ever the same. I have done preps where I've done 12 weeks and been okay and not placed really well. And then I've done... My second, my second prep, six weeks in, I my abs were in and everything. I shredded to nothing, but then the last six weeks, I couldn't. My weight wouldn't budge. I was killing myself, and my right. weight wouldn't budge. I had to drop to just straight up chicken every two hours. That was it. And then I've done other shows where I've done half the cardio and lost more weight, and done three times the cardio and not lose any weight. <laughs> None of them are ever the same. It's weird. That's why he's excited this year because uh, he's going to actually be in the state, so he's going to get to control everything. It's hard. When That's going to be nice, yeah. You want to have a so, coach that's so, local if it's and, possible. And, mm-hmm. and this coach I've got, and I, I'm telling you, I promote him to you guys. 
if you guys want a real coach to do your meal, you know what I'm saying? Someone's already there, ready and has the time to do it for you. This guy's phenomenal. I've never seen anybody so in depth in my life. Meticulous. And you text him, he's right there. And he's an IFBB coach? Yeah. That's awesome. He's got professionals. He's got several professionals that that Mm -hmm. he trains. And you, his yeah. wife just got third at the pro show in Pittsburgh. That's what, yeah, wow. that's what Larry told me. She looks like a human. And she was upset about it. Human yeah, but it's, the thing is, too, you gotta realize a lot of those athletes do exceptionally well. That's their life. They don't have kids. They don't have a day job. Right. right. They get up. Exactly. They sleep in. Uh-huh. They yeah. get. They get their naps. They get to sit they and relax. They do their workouts. Like everything. She goes. She takes baths at eight o'clock and goes back to bed. And he just manages everything for her. Right. Granted, it's not easy. No, he but says it's a lot worst. easier than working he a job and taking care of The worst thing in the world is being your wife's coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, that's what he. They had an Instagram post on. It. It's the hardest thing ever. Yeah. They they about lose their marriage every time she competes. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, and she fought him this time, and she got too lean. She got because like, she wanted to be peeled. Her preference was different than what the judges yeah. are looking for. Right, and that and, the, and, and he, the, the he actually had to fill her back out. Really, some Ooh. some of it's kind of crappy because it's uh it's a uh, um, discretionary. Right. So the NPC and the IFBB have listed rules, and they have textbook rules. Do the judges follow it? No. Nope. It's whatever mood they're in that day. Yeah. So if you, and, or whatever the crop of athletes that show up. So let's say I show up at a show where um, uh, the girls are all shredded. And if I'm not shredded, then I'm going to place last. And if I show up shredded and everybody else is kind of soft, guess what? Should I still get last. last. Yeah. Seriously? <laughs> well, I, was, I was listening to something like... Because um, you look with, like the oddball out. Yep. Oh, and you yeah. should see. She's got pictures where they would put her against girls that are 6'1 and 6'2. And she looks like... Little midget lady. I do. It's I mean, funny. It's almost like weird looking so yeah. with these big tall girls standing yeah. next to her. It's actually kind of funny. <laughs> Let's see. I got an Instagram picture. But no, you never know what the judges are going to want. Now, this this last show had a guy that just judged the Olympia. Oh, wow. He was the head wow. judge. And like me, his remarks to me, I was actually just really tickled with him. He said, Man, keep going. Don't stop now. He said, You're right there. He said, You need to get a little more mass. You need to cut a little more. And he said, and why is nobody using the classic six three and six four posing? Right. He said, <laughs> we're you need huge. To study. Oh my god. He said, I want you to win. Can you see how tall they are compared to me? I'm in the middle. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. We're six two, six three without shoes. That's insane. Without shoes. Yes. How tall are you? Five three. Oh man. I was listening to something like with bodybuilding, like <laughs> like is it, do you have some, like, bodybuilders, do they have some sort of disorder, like, with food, something like that? Is it that insane that to do this to yourself, or should you do it if you have anything like that? And the answer is obviously absolutely no. There is but, a point, like, yeah. getting up on stage, it's not like football or something like that. Like, they are judging purely on how you look. Yeah, okay. that, I've told people, I'm like, it's ass backwards. Like, it's all body positive stuff online and all that jazz. Yeah. But you're literally wearing nothing, mm-hmm. and they are strictly judging you yeah. based on entirely what you look like. About being in public in their underwear. Right. And we are on purpose uh-huh. getting up on stage yeah. in a thong. underwear yeah. for you to tell me how bad I look. Yeah. Right. Or what I need work it's on. It's easier on guys than it is on women. And, yeah. It can yeah. I think, with But I think that's yeah. where the point where it does speak to, to that aspect become the disorder because... 
Once you get that lean, yeah. you almost feel guilty if you're not all the time. Oh, I, I tell him all the I, time when I'm in off season, I'm like, don't tell people I compete. I don't want people that's to another, know. That's another because thing. Because people I judge think you. To know, you cannot stay like that all year round. This is part of the process. That's but the people right. see what they see on Instagram is the the athletes will take 500 photos one day that they look good and they're lean, and then they'll pepper them. That, the that's year. what yeah. we had a buddy mm-hmm. uh, who asked yesterday who do that. who said, how do there are a few that do. How do those guys stay like that? There are a few that do. Was it and you? they're just freaks of nature. Or was it Alan? Alan. I think it was Alan, yeah. He said, how do those guys do that all year round? And then Larry blew his brain off with, they have a whole album full of pictures that they post. I, but I mean. She has yeah. a friend that'll go through She's a WBF camera shots. She's a WBF pro. After a show. Yeah, like she does shoots, sets them up. Four different shoots because she's. Scatters in pictures throughout the year. Mm-hmm. She looks was, nothing like herself all the time. She's a coach. I was gonna ask too about like whole bulking and cutting because right now, I think the best route for me is to. Well, that's it a almost more than I think we'll wrap it up. It's almost seems like I should probably just bulk until February, ish. How long would you bulk? If I you... I agree with you, and you know what, bulking is the fun. Yeah, bulking is when I'm happy. Yeah. When you get to eat, and your muscles are full. Yeah. Lift heavy weights, full, and everybody still says you look great, and they don't have to see you don't have abs at the time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're just a happier person, and let's just be miserable when we have to be. Bulking. We cut you down when you're ready to cut down. Would you recommend a, a somewhat of that cycle then, instead of saying like at like what 10 percent body fat, 12 percent body fat year round? Here's right. the deal: you're not going to be able to gain very much muscle it's slow so like me they said i needed more mass there i'm 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 reverse dieting right now <laughs> there are youtube videos on it look it up i am going to get big. cream on pancakes i'll be heavy oh Oof, i didn't no, know this seriously. morning we had yeah. some pancakes <laughs> i'll be heavy lunch I, i'm tickled yeah. And see, and it's easier for a guy because you guys are, it's always, I'm excited because I put weight on on the scale. And, yeah. And then for women, it's the opposite. Like, it's just, it's a struggle to think, it's, I think it's harder for women to think of a productive off season succumbing to the fact that you're not going to stay lean, that you have to let yourself put on muscle or weight. And yeah. it's kind of scary because, like I said, people, and you can see Larry and know that he lifts weights. And right. it's, it when people, if he tells people that I compete, I feel like, Women are really bad about it. They'll look me up and down and think, well, how does she compete? She doesn't have abs. She's not ripped, blah, blah, blah. Well, nobody looks like this in the Mm off-season for the majority. Like, 99% of us don't, but they don't show pictures of that. Then you see her rack pulling 300-something pounds. Right, yeah. In the leg press today, you're doing, like, what, four or five plates on each side? Four inside. Four inside Uh, grip. 360 pounds. Smoking them. That's insane. Like I do I do forty five and I feel like a champ when I get done. That's okay. You have forty five on each side. But you gotta start somewhere. Yeah. That's the thing. You have to start somewhere. But it's I think it's harder for a one and I think once you go back past the bikini and get into the figure, the physique and the bodybuilding for a woman, your attitude changes when you get out of the bikini girl stage. Because the women that push it fast past that know that we have to put flow right. on in order to make progress. A lot of a lot of women feel uh, like they're gonna just get turn into the Hulk. Yeah, yeah. The key. They feel like the, there should be two of them around here. They feel like they're oh, gonna look like the guys whenever they. Oh, 
that's a big problem as well. See, I don't see it that way at all. It's almost impossible for women to do right. that. Right. You it have to be on testosterone. Years. Years no, and it takes years. I've been doing this for 10 years. I did shoulders every day for a year in order to have any shoulder definition, and I've been lifting for an eternity. Right. But to be in off-season and have shoulder definition, I had to lift shoulders every day. Every day. It was really cool on this last show. Annie went and volunteered her help. Well, she already had people coming up to her saying, okay, now what are we supposed to do? Because they thought she was part of the show. She mm-hmm. looked just like the IFBB pro girl that was... She's a physique competitor. She was a physique competitor. Well, her, they were, I didn't match her they upper were, half. She has arms like Rambo. Well, she was still ripped her arms, but legs... She has some big old legs, though. Size of shoulders, I mean, all that. Annie was a Twinkie. She really was. But you have to be educated to know right. this is off-season. This is what you're going to look like. Yeah. You have to but, let it go because it can mess it up was, It was really cool, though, because a lot of the competitor stuff was actually coming up to her saying, okay, now when, when are we supposed to do or what are we supposed to do? And then when the other girls found out she would competed, they were all trying to figure out what to do. Well, we had a handful of ones that didn't have coaches and stuff that were lost. A lot of newbies. Oh, they looked scared. Right. Low on carbs, low on water. Bikini, Everyone looks terrified like and they're shaking. Lots of girls that was their first time. So they had no coaches. So they they were just winging it. Right. Uh-huh. That's pop because it's popular, right. yeah. and that's scary. Uh huh. It's easier to come off of a show for a guy, I think, than it is a woman, especially a woman who's never done it before, isn't really interested in weightlifting, and just wants to do it to do a bikini competition. Her, it's not worth the mental health sacrifice if she's not continuing with it. Like, don't do one just to say you did one. Don't be one of those women because your mental health, your hormones, and your body fat, you're paying for something in the long term that you don't realize you're going to be paying for until after the show's over. So when you say hormones, like, I know what happens when women get below X amount of body fat. They start missing their periods and shit. Like, that. what, what else? Thyroid. You, it makes you... I am on thyroid medicine, on a okay. high dose of thyroid medicine because my thyroid got fried. Right. Okay. Adrenal fatigue is not something that's medically acknowledged. Right. Um, but I think once you go in and out of that, like my my weight swings about thirty pounds in between show and not show, show and not show. Really? Yeah. Wow. So to drop thirty pounds in twenty to twelve weeks is really hard. Um, my body was exhausted. I my insomnia was like I said, power napping forty five minutes twice a night. At one point, doing mm-hmm. two, I would fall asleep during cardio. I would walk around his neighborhood and take a break and sit on the curb and fall asleep in people's yards. Oh, I was that exhausted. So you don't you for for women when it comes to the hormones, the thyroid stuff like that. Mentally, it can really mess with them and haunt them in the future if they're doing it as a fad. So I will I would not train or recommend for any woman to compete unless she was already into weightlifting and knew the risks that came with it. It's not yeah. a fad thing. It's not because you're you're messing with a lot of factors, and it's expensive. Right. Yeah. Like his, his. What do your shorts cost? Forty bucks. Forty-five. Yeah. Shit, my suits, but they can cost up to twelve hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars a suit. God, for that. I'm not shitting you for that small of a fabric. Yeah, she makes her. Own. I make my own because I can't afford to spend twelve hundred dollars right. a suit. Mm-hmm. So I make Jesus. my suits and do my crystalline and, and, guys, and spend hours putting these crystals on these suits. Two hundred hours. I'll do it for months. It's my only it's my only calming part of my preps is I'll sit down and that's the only time I get to relax. It's like adult coloring or meditating. Right. Only so I'm sitting with glue and I'm doing minute rhinestones. Is that pretty hard then? Like making them in that far in advance? Because you got to make them to size, right? Oh, yeah. I, so I, I put you the know connectors you're on. I know there. how to adjust it. Yeah. That's cool. I've made all my own and then I resell them when I'm done. 
to pay for the next show. That's cool. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, That's smart. Make some money out of yeah. it too. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll ask you, I guess, two more questions, and then I think we're gonna wrap it up. So, first one: if you could do one exercise for the rest of your life, Ooh. what would you do? We'll go around the table, Larry. I, well, my truthfully, I've got to say it would be an incline bench press. Yeah. And and the reason is because you're hitting chest, shoulders, and triceps. What does everybody look at? Chest, shoulders, mm-hmm. and triceps. Yeah. So for me. Definitely, hands down. It's like the hardest question ever. Oh my god, I don't like this question. Ugh, I don't know. Because glutes, you can't work your shoulders at the same time. Right. I love my delts just as much as I love my glute muscles. I don't know. Shit. I would probably go with shoulders. So, I don't know, maybe like a Z-press? You ever done Z-press? What's a Z-press? Where you sit on your butt with the Smith machine particularly Smith machine, and you, you put heavy weight on, but when you come down from your press, you let go of the weight. So there's no momentum ever. And you rest it on your, your shoulder? One, two, no, you set it on, the Smith machine, it catches it on the machine. Yeah. So the bar is caught. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So you're so low. You, you're you go up for a press, let it sit, one, two, then press again. There's no momentum involved. It's all straight. So you can't cheat it. Fresh Ooh. lift every time. Right. Okay. Yeah, it'll kill your shoulders. What about you? Um, a dip. That is the worst. Like a tricep dip? That's hard. Doesn't that do your chest? Okay, like a chest dip or a tricep dip? It just depends. Yeah. You can't, but that means you have options for angle variation. That's where I'm leaning, I guess, Uh huh? huh? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, Forward, so more chest. Chest dip. Oof. I'd say probably shrugs. Just for the fact, because I, I like to get my shrugs and then my my veins start popping I out on my shoulders. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, come on. Yeah. Oh, those are rough. I quit doing them. I, I, I do other stuff, but I did this for a long time, too. And then That's the hardest exercise. The last question is, if you had to tell somebody, not bullshit advice, not just go for your dreams and you can do, do it. it. What would you tell them if they asked, how do I get started in the f- bodybuilding or bikini or... I'd say uh, 100% dedication. I mean, that's... that's uh, it's not something you just walk into. You, you better be ready to, to give some time. It, it takes a lot of time. Like I said earlier, it encompasses your entire life. It, it, it has got to be part of your world. Yeah. And an important part. Because even when you're not in the gym, you still have to be yeah. living that life. Right. It's, yeah. a, it's a 24-hour day deal. I would say my advice, well, the first thing I'd ask is, do you already lift? And if she says no, then I'd say, go away. <laughs> go away. <laughs> do you already lift? <laughs> nope, go away. Honestly, it, it is not a fad thing. And I, I won't treat it that way. Because mm-hmm. you are seriously jacking with your health, your hormones, your body, your lifestyle, your balance, everything. It is not a fad thing. It's not something you do for for fun and then never go back to the gym again because you can destroy. It, it's not just it's not just your hormones, but your mental your mental health. Post show rebound for women is really scary because there's a lot of depression involved because women say, "Well, I'm never going to be that skinny again. I don't know how to be that tiny." Because you love it. Everyone loves having an eight pack or a six pack and veins popping and all that stuff. That is not all the time. Right. And I think it's harder for women to come back from that because it's acceptable for men to put on weight. Mm-hmm. It's a taboo for women. Yeah. So I agree. if, oh, if a woman comes to me and says, "I want to compete," if they're yeah. not already lifting, don't ask me because I'll tell you no. It's it's not a fad thing. 
It's not to be cute. It's not. It's expensive. It's costly. It's very expensive. It's mm -hmm. time consuming. Your family will suffer. Your personal life suffers. Everything suffers. You have to want it. And if you don't know your why, besides Instagram fun, mm -hmm. that's it's not going to cut it. See, I think we figured I spent over 4000 in supplements this year. Just in the one prep? Yeah, this oh, year. Dang. And then Jesus. Uh, that, one Show weekend, costs that one weekend was over $1,000. For that one Registration, your tan, your yeah. Airbnb, your fuel, the food, your tickets for the shows, for your uh, family that comes to it. Just to have any backstage backstage as a coach. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the backstage passes are expensive. Just, just for to sit back there with me in. Seventy-five dollars each class. He entered. Like I used to enter four classes every show. That's four times seventy-five bucks right out the gate. NPC cards, one hundred twenty-five dollars. You have to pay for annual, annually, whether you compete once or a dozen times. Yeah, food, food. Tan's one hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, we, me and Kristen, that was Kristen who just walked in. She, uh, we were talking, and she just is demanding, how much money do you, sp are you gonna be spending in this stuff? And I'm not competing or planning on competing. I'm just wanting. You to can do it affordably and still yeah. and, and do it healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I gotta cut out this and that. If and you that. go to the eating, you know, you're eating saying? so much food all day. Yeah. We go to all these every right. Sunday. You have to learn I've been going where to go. as well. We've we figured out how to shop for our stuff. The the most reasonable way, how pri a price saver or whatever it is, and then all these is where we get a lot of our food. Because yeah, chicken's cheaper, price saver. You can get five pounds for. Oh, I forget that. What is it? Five pounds for five dollars. Yeah, and it's twenty dollars for ten pounds at Walmart. Right. And I won't buy. I don't buy chicken at all these. I had one bad batch one time. It made me really really ill. I bought I bought some chicken from there. Two weeks ago. I don't know. Something gave me the shits pretty bad a couple of weeks ago. Really Sometimes the meat can do it there. But yeah. see, they don't have the frozen chicken. They've got all the uh -huh. fresh chicken, so we buy frozen. And like I said, Cash Shaver's place to go for it. Mm -hmm. I think it's five something for a five pound bag. Frozen chicken? Mm -hmm. Cash Shaver? Cash Shaver. Yep. And it's, it's from a farm, too. It's farm cut. Really? It's not Get like it on Saturday afternoons because it'll be gone by Sunday. Yep. Really? They've mm -hmm. got a freezer right back in the back that's all that from that one place and. Yeah, we buy about four four bags every every week. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you want to call this a bonus round or what, but I was I'm really wanting your opinions on cardio. What about it? Like, Wait, we like it or we don't? Cause yeah, I fucking well, hate it. Like, <laughs> muscle gains. Will it kill your gains or will it? You know, for cutting purposes, is it good or? Yeah, it's good for cutting. In general, it's health, good for if it, if it makes you. Yeah, I was gonna say for cardiovascular, for heart health, it's absolutely wonderful. If it makes you feel good, it's great to do it. There's a lot of people that love to fucking run. Those I'm are crazy a, people. I'm a weird person. I, I like cardio. Like literally, couldn't walk ten minutes when I first. Yeah. Started. I couldn't do ten push-ups whenever I started lifting with her. It was funny. Our first. I couldn't. Yeah, our first. I'm being serious. Mean. Couldn't do it. So, and I got up to seventy-five minutes each time. She had to do up to four hours last year. Yeah, two hours twice a day. That's insane. But you know, we're not running and stuff. Now she she did some running, but I do five K's for competition. I never had to run. Mine was a fast. They wanted your heart rate up to where you could barely talk. Mm -hmm. Fast pace. It was right at before incline. you got to a jog at an incline. And uh, you know me, I my toes are broke right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm struggling walking because all my toes are broke from the cardio mm -hmm. part of my disease. Right, of course. But uh. See, There's like, nothing fun about cardio, but it did kind of get addicting. I like cardio. I'm weird. I, really? I liked to run. Well, you did, I used you to did run track in high and yeah. stuff like that. See, I like running competitively. I'll do 5Ks in Springfield all day. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But don't do, ask do me to run for, really for fun and home. It's boring. I'll compete against people. If you're really trying to gain muscle, though, you can do too much cardio. Like if you're running. Yeah. Because it'll cut it. What are you doing? I, well, I was running a lot. But then, like how then, much? A uh, couple, two, three miles. A Every time. day? Yeah. And then, Why? But you after like after oh, my after You my won't make a lot five, of gains for that. You'll have to my, eat to compensate. Yeah. After my four or five month hiatus due to music, I started a... I cut down the cardio to a few times a week, and I'm walking now. It take it took some time with him, especially to get him to stop all the stop. stop your cardio. Period. Yeah. Stop your cardio. Period. <laughs> no, really, let it go for like I'm gonna smoke your eight cardio weeks. Whenever you go to want to cut back down after you get bulked. That's the thing is you have to give your body leverage to work with to cut back down. Women who do the whole starving themselves all the time and they're like, well, I want to lose weight. There's nothing you can take out of your diet, sweetheart, until you start becoming like an anorexic. Well, your metabolism it, will slow down. It will, yes, eating. it will digress with the food that you eat because your body will adjust to conserve energy. Yeah. So you have to have a margin to work with to cut stuff out, to cut down on. So cut your cardio out if you're having a hard time gaining. I'd say cut it out straight. Do your bulking until you feel comfortable with it because you'll never gain enough. It'll never be enough. But get yeah. to a point where you feel comfortable with it and you want to cut down to see what you've made and then go back off of running yeah. again. Well, I've, I've, what did I say at the beginning? I wanted to gain 10 pounds? Mm-hmm. 175. 175? So, no, I wanted to gain 15 pounds. 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. Something like that. I'm halfway there. That's re- that was the there problem was. with him starting out is I'm not qualified or I'm not a trainer or anything like that but I know a little bit more than probably the average, the person. average person so being educated will will keep you from getting yeah. injured and then I've had to t- like beat it into his brain over and over like you gotta eat more you have to eat more yeah. you gotta slow down the running and you gotta do this and that it's eating it's yeah. hard for me that's it's, what's you, killing it's him it's changing the focus it, it's not about whether it tastes good it's because is this going to get me towards my goal? Yeah, just got to change your mindset. Is this going to get me towards my goal? Well, I mean, when it clicks, it clicks, though. Yeah, well, Seriously. breakfast, most of the time it's hard for me to get my breakfast down in the morning. I force myself to eat breakfast, but then it's hard to not put, eat put an alarm. lunch and then dinner. That's it. It's hard for me to eat Set an alarm. those. Set alarms on your phone. Every three hours, remind yourself to eat because your body may not. It doesn't have to be hungry. That's not. It's not about being hungry, my friend. It's about feeding feeding the metabolism. Mm -hmm. So set an alarm. Your body's not going to trigger you because it's not hungry. You may have a fast metabolism and you're eating enough to maintain. But if you're wanting to build, you have to eat more than enough maintenance. You have to exceed that. Yeah. So you're going to have to force yourself to eat when you don't want to. Mm -hmm. You need to find C.T. Fletcher's explanation of dieting. Okay. For bodybuilding. He, he breaks it down pretty easy. C.T. Fletcher. Yeah. Awesome. What do you guys say we wrap it up? Yeah. Love it. Awesome. It's awesome. Thanks, Thank guys. You guys. Appreciate you guys. Yeah.